0: All right, well, don't yell at me. We were five minutes late. People are clamoring for Wizards. right. Clamoring for some jowls in the jowls. Yeah, boss. See, this is the this, 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 start with the nonsense.
1: Listen, we were testing levels. That's what Kevin does. He's on the ones and twos. Right,
0: I'm on the ones and twos. <laughs> the ones and the twos. Well, episode 625, Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast. Huge, huge, huge show for you tonight. We got elimination chamber we're going to talk about that we got picks we're going to talk about we got battle in the valley we're going to talk about we're going over the top tonight a brand new segment that the shining wizards wrestling podcast is rolling out and we're doing a wizards rewind 18 years ago today no way out 2005 we're going to cover that uh and so much more and it's all here next on the shining wizards wrestling podcast
2: The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live in high-definition video, and available on all podcasting and streaming platforms. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at merch.shiningwizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at amazon.shiningwizards.com. And become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash wizardspodcast. And now, it's time for the Shining Wizards.
3: What's up, fuckers?
4: From the motherfucking shining wizards.
3: Grab his dick and twist it! Dummy. Yeah. No.
2: Fuck no. You
4: cocksucker. Well. <laughs> shining wizards rule the world.
1: You are tuned in live to episode 625 of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Coming to you live and in living color on all forms of social media. The Facebooks, the Twitters, the Twitches, and the YouTubes. Going with you wherever you go because we are available on all streaming and podcasting platforms. We are here, we are live, we are ready to get into some wrestling talk. And
0: talk about the wrestling. Tony. Matt. K- We'd like to thank J- each and
1: every one of you for tuning in every Monday night. Oh, your- I hate technology so much. <laughs> Let me start it again. Tony. Matt.
5: K. J. G.
1: And the man who always makes us sound so great, even though technology hates us each and every week. The man on the ones and the twos. Handsome. Kevin Rogue is in the house. Well, sorry about that, snafu. It figures. We try to make things better, and it just never works out that way.
5: No, no, no.
1: But my fellas, my fellas, how are you doing, my fellas?
0: I missed you guys last week. Hell of a show. Uh, you were missed, as always. It's like a piece of me is gone when you're not here.
5: That's true. Ooh. Very. Ooh, I like that. Yes. There's a big cavus in the a void. In the void. What
1: did
5: I say? Cavus? That's not a word. John, John. Yeah, what is it? Yeah, what is it? A ca- what's the, what's the, what's the word? It, there's like um a deep dark chasm? Cavern? Deep?
0: No, maybe cavern. Cave? Cavern
5: works. Let's go with cavern. Cavern is what it is.
0: There's a cavern in my record, heart.
5: There's like when you're yeah, not here. Cave in
0: your chest.
5: Yes.
4: Chasm.
0: I'm I'm good are. though. I had a very nice low-key week. Got to watch them wrestling. Got 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 some wrestling. To watch some of the XFL. Oh, oh God! Do you have any? Do you have any ducats on the XFL? I did. The Sea
5: Dragons fucked me last night. <laughs> so is that the Seattle team or is that the? No, that is the Seattle team. Because there's two like that are like kind of like, similar names. There's like the Sea Dragons and there's the. Uh... God, what's the other team? Very similar to Sea Dragons. Angry Dragons.
0: No, there is no Ooh. other. There's nothing. <laughs> Imagine to... Dragons. I believe there's not the like game. remotely close <laughs> to Sea Dragons. <laughs> it's it's like a it's a two word.
5: It starts with an S. Uh, I'll find it right now.
0: It's the Roughnecks. It's the uh, Guardians. It is the, uh, the Defenders. The defenders. There's the Brahmas.
1: The Sentinels.
0: The Vipers. There is the Battlehawks.
5: No, ah, okay. Sorry. Right, I was thinking of Battlehawks, but I was way off in terms of how close that is to Sea Dragons.
0: They're both so, air faring creatures. Yeah. yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed myself this this past week. Uh. Kept it low key. How about you, boys?
5: Yeah, same. Little low key ski ski
0: Yeah,
1: it was a lot of wrestling to watch this weekend too. Almost Holy too much. There was a lot of wrestling to watch.
5: How
0: do you get through it all? I don't even know. What about you, handsome Kevin?
6: Busy, busy, busy weekend for me.
0: Uh, It was, uh, yeah,
6: had a show on Saturday. Went great. Had a really good time. And then uh, I had to pick my wife up from the airport. She flew back in from Vegas on Saturday. So it was supposed to be kind of directly after the show. I would go from the show to going to pick her up. But her flight got delayed, I think, five times. So it wasn't until after 5 a.m. that we finally got home and into bed. So... Sunday was a complete wash. Sunday was a fucking couch day. Nothing. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was a real busy weekend. Got to watch a ton of wrestling, um, and you know, got to participate in uh, in some wrestling. So, all in all, I think it was a win. Outside that, like I said, that late night was rough. It's hard, man. Like when we were when we were younger, it was easy, right? Like I'll stay up till five, wake up at you know eight o'clock, and be fucking fine.
0: Yeah, no.
5: Now it's like takes like three days just to get back into like the groove of things. Uh, I mean, I'll still stay up till five, but I'll sleep till like two o'clock in the afternoon.
6: Two o'clock in the afternoon.
5: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: I don't know. <laughs> Diana, son, how was your uh, how was your uh, week, buddy?
1: Well, my week, my whole week,
0: every um, single day. I want every single day, Tony.
1: Boring. I mean, I worked last week. And what do we do Saturday? I don't even remember what we did Saturday. Did we go somewhere? We went to... Oh, we went out to Hibachi Saturday night. Had myself some uh, some chicken and shrimp. It was good times. Good times.
5: Did you watch New Japan while you were there?
1: Uh, no. Oh, okay. They did not have it on the TV. So, unfortunately, that's I did not true. watch it. Although, I did catch some of the New Japans.
0: When did some wrestling were, watching this weekend, yeah. We're going to talk about all that, but we're going to unveil a brand new segment on the shining wizards wrestling podcast we're trying not to do marathon shows but we do want to cover everything for you guys out there so what we're doing here we're calling this over the top oh what i'm going to do is i'm going to give you results from the last week from all of our favorite promotions uh and then after uh, some of the results tony is going to put that those results over the top With some kind of, uh, I don't know, what do you want to call them? Little information trinkets? Analysis?
1: Something to to throw everything over the top. It's like we're done talking about New Japan. We're going to throw that shit over the top. Get it (laughs) out of here.
0: And obviously we'll run through all the results and then we'll go back to the important stuff. So, you know, when I get to the Elimination Chamber and batter it. Blah, 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 blah. baby. Let's go Chamberlain. to Chamberlers. And Battle in the Valley. We're gonna run through those. Tony's gonna put it over the top, but obviously there's a lot to talk about. So we'll go back and cover those uh events and the shows and the picks and any of the hot news from the week. But we're gonna start in the NWA. All right, we're gonna do the NWA and NXT, and then Tony's gonna to put those motherfuckers over the top. So in the NWA, we have a brand new television champion as Tom Lattimore successfully defeats Jordan Clearwater. La Rosa Negra, her uh, rise is is she's blowing through the women's division. She defeats Angelina Love. La Rebellion are successful against the Mortons in a tag title match, and Tyrus beats Rolando Freeman to retain the NWA World Champion. Over on NXT. This past week, Tyler Bate defeated Grayson Waller. Tiffany Stratton defeated Thea Hale. Axiom defeated Damon Kemp. Wes Lee successfully defended his North American title against Von Wagner. Charlie Dempsey defeats Hank Walker. These are like made up names. Miko Satomura <laughs> and Roxanne Maestro. Katana Chance and Kaden Carter. Tony. Take us over the top. Did you know oysters can
1: change from one gender to another and then change back again? Oh. So, uh, hold on. So, when you tell an oyster to go fuck itself, it will respond gladly.
0: <laughs> no problem. <laughs> so you could bang an oyster. And then no, I'm not me. What the fuck I'm just saying, that? right in the oyster community. That's right. A male oyster can bang a female oyster, and then that female oyster could be like, "Surprise! I'm a dude now."
1: Yeah, it's kind of like yeah, this I mean, world weird. in 2023. Am yeah, I right?
0: Pretty much everything. Yeah. <laughs> Oysters right. are way ahead of us
6: as yeah. people. Hey, are- I'm a
1: chick. You want to see my vagina? <laughs> <laughs>
6: Surprise! Put those balls in the jowls. <laughs> hey,
5: shuck <laughs> you!
0: <laughs> Gladly.
5: <laughs> exactly.
0: Is there a specific website you go to find this uh riveting information?
1: I have my sources. I will not reveal I love them.
0: It. You have
5: oyster sources. Fuck you. Most people have oyster sauces. You have oyster sources. There it is.
0: <laughs> Let's uh run down uh the world of AEW, shall we? Oh fuck, I got good ones for AEW. On Dynamite, Billy Gunn, Orange Cassidy, and the Acclaimed successfully defeated Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, Satnam Singh, and Sanjay Dutt. In a Texas Tornado tag match, the Blackpool Combat Club, Claudio Castagnoli and John Moxley defeated LFI, Preston Vance, and Roosh. Mark Briscoe defeated Josh Woods. Jungle Jack Perry beat Brian Cage. Adam Page defeated Kip Sabian. And Ruby Soho won a three-way dance with Britt Baker and Tony Storm. Over on Rampage, the elite Kenny Omega, Matt, and Nick Jackson defeated AR Fox in Top Flight. Ricky Starks defeated Daniel Garcia. Jade Cargo continues to run up her winning total. Uh, She defeated Vert Vixen. And Dustin Rose defeated Swerve Strickland by disqualification. Tony, put it over the the top.
1: uh, Camels have three eyelids. And I'm jealous. Because if I had to sit through Rampage and fucking all this other <laughs> shit, I'd want to make sure my eyes were shut, too.
5: Brutal. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Matt, I'm sorry to cut you off. I know this is a, a new gimmick that we're doing, but I didn't realize that Christian came back. And I watched Dynamite. I guess I missed that part. He attacked uh, Jungle Boy. That's a big um,
0: deal. Tony, did we get any schematics on the three eyelids? That's what I
5: was wondering,
6: too. Is it like a three-way...
1: No, apparently the third eyelid is meant to keep like sand and dust and whatnot out of a camel's eyes. And surprisingly, I believe there's a bunch of other animals, including dogs, maybe have them. But oh. it goes left to right as opposed to up and down. So I guess it kind of acts like a little windshield washer wiper thing. Hold
0: on. What That's are the good. other? So what are the other? What are the other two fucking eyelids doing? They're the top and the bottom eyes.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> they need more protection. Like, fucking
1: look, idiot. you don't hang out in the sand, right? The, the camels do. They need a little extra protection. You know what it's like to get a little sand in your eyes when you're at the beach, don't you? Fucking hurts. Yeah, maybe fucking tram, camels. But- I mean, the camels don't even have, like, fucking hands to brush it out of their eyes. They got hooves. Yeah, poor fucking things. Imagine hoofing yourself in the eye. Yeah, not, not, not very pleasant interesting yes more interesting than what you told us about dynamite and ramp
0: well we'll (laughs) circle back because i know kevin wants to talk about christian cage impact wrestling kushida successfully defeated chris bay i don't know why i always feel like i have to say successfully defeated because Uh, yeah you're you're thinking
5: like it's like a title match where you're saying successfully defended like uh, defeating is Success. So Let me try that again. W. Defeated. Like that.
1: That's what you say when someone gets their legs chopped off.
0: <laughs> Accurate. Camels. In Impact, Kushida defeated Chris Bay. In a no-surrender qualifying match, Steve Macklin defeated Rhino. This is not a typo. Fucking Barry Horowitz beat Johnny Swinger on Impact in 2023. <laughs> Fucking
1: Barry Horowitz.
0: No-surrender qualifying match, Keith oh. defeated Eddie Edwards masha slamovich defeated alicia edwards and rich swan defeated kenny king over on mlw get out of here nelly (laughs) calvin tankman defeated willie mack Taya valkyrie defended her mlw featherweight championship against zoe sky and the real one defeated mance warner in a street fight
1: tony more shit no one wanted a greek man moved to canada and he was actually responsible for inventing hawaiian pizza <laughs> back to you matt
0: so the hate for pineapple on pizza is actually because of of a greek man a greek man
1: living in canada see also white comma snowy for more shit we don't want to know about canada
5: <laughs> don't you dare be besmirch
0: the great country of canada
1: Oh, he, he doesn't give a shit about Snowy, but don't make fun
5: of
0: Canada. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm kind of with Kevin on this one. Yeah. I mean, I like him. <laughs> I
5: don't give a fuck.
0: I don't see fuck about <laughs> Snowy in the chat, do you? Yeah, what's Snowy doing on a Monday night? Not watching or listening to the Wizards. Yeah. <laughs> Snowy. And our last of the over-the-top... I gotta make sure I find this other one first. How those Winnipeg Jets do snowy? Yeah, it's the Devils. They lost.
5: They, sucked. Sucked. they Wait, stink. The
1: Jets are the Jets are still a team.
5: The Winnipeg Jets, yeah. yeah. Oh God. They were the Hartford Whalers, and then they were oh, the Carolina well. Thrashers, and then they were now they're the Winnipeg Jets again. I think that's right. Oh, the wow. Hartford Whalers might be the Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah. The Whalers or the Hurricanes. They, the Winnipeg Jets were the Thrashers, and the Thrashers went back to Winnipeg. It was something weird like that. But, yes, but they're back, Tony. Wow. And Snowy loves
0: them. Great. Yes. <laughs> and our last, <laughs> shuck you, set of results from the Elimination Chamber Saturday night. Oscar defeats Carmelo, Liv Morgan, Natty, Nikki Cross, and Raquel Rodriguez. Bobby Lashley defeats Brock Lesnar by disqualification in a mixed tag team match. Beth Phoenix and Edge defeated the Judgment Day of Finn Balor and Rio Ripley. The United States Title Elimination Chamber. Austin Theory defeated Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, Johnny Gargano, Montez Ford, and Seth Rollins. And in your main event, Roman Reigns defeated Sami Zayn. Over in New Japan, Battle in the Valley, Alex Coghlan defeated J.R. Kratos. David Finley defeated Bobby Fish. The team of Kevin Knight, Kushida, the DKC, and Volgar Jr. defeated Adrian Quest, Josh Alexander, Mascarado Dorado, and Rocky Romero. <laughs> <laughs> the two Japan Stars <laughs> <laughs> championship title changed hands as Kenta defeated Fred Rosser, The New Japan Strong Tag Team title stayed in the Motor City Machine Guns camp as they defeated the West Coast Wrecking Crew. In a Loser Leaves New Japan match, Eddie Kingston defeated Jay White. In a Filthy Rules match, Tom Lawler defeated Homicide. In the New Japan World Television title match, Zack Sabre Jr. successfully defended his title against Clark Connors. In the IWGP Women's Title match, Mercedes Monet defeated Kyrie, the pirate that nobody cares about. In the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match, Kushida, oh Kushida, Kushida, Kush, <laughs> Fuck, Okada, get there get, the there, f- get there, get there. Okada defeated Atanahasho. Tony, put us over the top.
1: Heart Island, located in the Bronx, New York, is the final burial place of over one million unclaimed bodies. Got nothing funny to add to that? Make your own jokes. Moment of silence. Okay, see also Finn Balor's career. <laughs> Finn
5: Balor's a superstar, man. do you dare. Finn Balor's
1: <laughs> <a> <laughs> fucking he's a he's a he's a white egg in a in a container of browns. He does not fit in with Judgment Day. What do you mean? He's a
5: leader of Judgment Day.
1: He sucks! You suck. Look at Damian Priest. Look at fucking Dominic. Look at Mommy. And then look at Finn Balor. One he's of these the, things is not like the others. He's the straw
6: that stirs the drink.
1: No, he's not. He's like, you know what drink, he does? He stirs the, the drink
6: and then they throw him away. So, so some, some drinks don't need straws.
1: Yeah. Hey. Isn't that what he no. says? Hey.
5: No, Finn. All right. So did they, did they kind of not make him great? Yes. But yeah. he's still when, – when, when the angle happened – first of all, the angle was so stupid to begin with. And then because I think someone – I think Cody got hurt, so they needed another baby face. So they made Edge a baby face again. And then they did this whole uh, new Judgment Day, which I really enjoy. And I think Finn easily could be top guy in any time he wants to be. Just Not saying. with Judgment Day he can't. No, he definitely can
1: uh, who yeah, won that Tony. match again? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. What was the last time yeah. Finn won a match? Yeah. Tony um, Ryan
0: Sullivan yeah. wants to know. Nope, that's not what I wanted. <laughs>
1: Tony is a flamingo. Tony is a what?
0: flamingo. That's good. Oh. Just as good. Oh. Nope, nope. Uh, Brian Sullivan wants to know, wait, Dom fits but not Finn?
1: Yeah, because that's mommy's bitch! <laughs> Don't you get it? He's a fucking hardened cholo now. What the fuck yeah, did but, Finn ever do? But that's
5: a, that should be like a storyline like in amongst itself and not a part of like the evil Judgment Day type. Damian
1: Priest looks like he's ready to judge people. Rhea Ripley looks like she's ready to judge people. Finn Balor looks like the fucking court-martial.
5: <laughs> what? What do you mean? Yeah, the court, court marshal. The court martial. The court martial
1: that's in the court.
5: Yeah, all right. <sighs> Lost me on that one.
0: All right, so we are in uh, elimination chamber mode here, boys. Big show this weekend. Well, we made a lot of picks this weekend. Tony continues to pepper us with the I hate picks text messages. Yep, hate them. How do you feel like you did this weekend, Tony?
1: I think I did okay. When you reading that New Japan results, I think I did okay.
0: All right. All right. Yeah? Yeah, I just want to get a feel for how you're feeling. Okay. How are you feeling?
1: So we're still all tied, no?
0: No, we're not still all tied. Oh,
1: fucking Brunden sucks a dick.
0: (laughs) No, no. Wait, I won. It (laughs) looks like I took a game lead. No, no. You did not take a game lead. You're both Tony and Kevin, or Diana's son, now that you are being known as You both had identical records from the weekend. You both went three and two at Elimination Chamber, eight and two at Battle in the Valley. So you're both thirty-four and fourteen. Brundon had a strong showing at Elimination Chamber, but he went poo-poo on uh New Japan. I went two and three with my Sami Zayn pick, and then a not so great showing, but then handsome Kevin. He continues to impress one and four at Elimination Chamber and an even five hundred at New Japan's Battle in the Valley.
1: Must have been Uh, all that time at the fucking airport, dude.
0: Yeah, you're the worst. (laughs) Uh, Whoa! We all lost... I'll say it again. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa! We all lost the Judgment Night match. Judgment Day, whatever the fuck (laughs) they call themselves. (laughs) We all lost that match across the board. Uh, The only other loss for Tony and Kevin was the Brock Lesnar match which Kevin actually switched after he finished his picks.
1: What a fucking dumb result that shit was.
0: Uh, I I knew it was going to be that though. I lost the Sami Zayn match and then Brunden only lost the Judgment Night match. He was the only one that picked uh, Lashley. And then a handsome Kevin, I mean. (laughs) Tough go of it, brother. You took Raquel to win the Women's Chamber. You took Brock to win obviously judgment yep. night and you uh, were in the same camp as me with Sammy Zane.
6: Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, uh, I was more picking with my heart, man. The Raquel pick wasn't, isn't a bad pick.
5: That was, that was either, that was 50 50 as far as I'm concerned with her or Oscar. And I also wanted to pick Raquel, but then like, I just saw so much like so much like, uh, enthusiasm for this new Oscar character that I was like, you know what, you know, Stay away from your heart, bet with the smart money, and go with Asuka.
6: Well, and that, like, where my head was at with that, too, was like, okay, they kind of reintroduce Asuka. It makes sense for her to win at the same time she's already been to the pinnacle. Right. And trying to build up somebody else to come in and be able to also be in that same conversation or viewed that same way. I thought that Rodriguez would have been a great person to do that and get launched, even if she doesn't win at Mania. Getting that opportunity in that spotlight, I thought it was going to would be well, a good play by them.
5: Well, that's the thing we're talking. We're not talking about just another pay per view. We are talking about WrestleMania, so you want to have the best possible matches and the most entertaining thing possible. And while Raquel might be able to deliver that, I don't know if she's there yet. Right. To the fact where she's not going to have an Asuka, Bianca type good banger match. She might be able to pull something great off, yeah. and I think she will eventually, but I feel like this was the smart decision for the card of Mania, top names, Oscar's a top name, Bianca's a top name, Raquel will probably have her moment, maybe she'll get factored into a B, uh, of a Becky uh, Lita, I have a feeling they went with some sort of six-man, or six-woman tag match there, because I heard Trish Stratus is supposed to be on Raw tonight. So maybe they'll put her in, in that scenario somewhere but Raquel's is going to have her time it's just not now.
0: What did you guys think of the pay-per-view Saturday night uh, the elimination chamber before we dive into it? Overall, I liked it.
5: I liked it a lot. I watched it on I it uh, yesterday. I watched it yesterday. And it was really, really good. A uh, lot of MVPs, a lot of standout performances. Guys like Montez Ford, uh, Austin Theory. Uh, you know, it was. It, I I really enjoyed it. I think. Uh, I think the match of the night, if I had to throw one out there right now. I mean, all. I mean, Sammy and and Roman. Like, what do what do you what are you gonna do? That story is just the best story in the history of wrestling. So, I mean, I guess I'd have to put maybe that, but I like the women's elimination chamber a lot too.
1: Yeah, Matt, I I saw that you put in, uh, you put out there that you really didn't care for the women's elimination match, and you know what? I really didn't have much of a problem with it. There were a couple slop shops here and there, but for the most part, I thought it was, I thought it was really good.
0: I didn't enjoy it. I didn't think there was anything spectacular about it.
1: No, I mean it didn't set the world on fire, but
0: I thought it was a good match. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't my cup of tea. What are you fucking? <laughs> you are fucking you? wrong. I didn't like it. <laughs> you are fucking wrong. It had like two fucking high spots. It was fucking boring. It was sloppy. Dude, the I didn't
1: main know. event had like maybe three, if we're lucky, and it was a fucking excellent match. We're not match. at the main event yet. To keep your
6: well, fucking your comparisons, on. bro. You're telling me there wasn't there wasn't anything? Did you not see Liv Morgan? You just didn't did you do one of these when she was out there yeah
5: when she did that sunset flip fucking stop,
0: stop. bro she had she had Daisy part of the match I, know, Daisy... I don't care though it, nothing impressed me i found it to be
1: very flat and boring eric freed's the answer yes matt just has like an aversion to women's well, if matches eric fucking like
0: listened every week he would know <laughs> <laughs> shit. It's not, He's here it's a this is nothing new people i don't like the women's matches they're fucking boring this fell into that category for me
1: you guys can see what? my beard right like it didn't yeah it's there
0: What? You got that's what you call that no,
1: he's <laughs> like where's your beard and i'm looking at my face and i'm like wait a minute where the fuck is it <laughs> yeah where's Ari? we're sorry okay, Look, no i mean beard. it's of there. Oh, oh my god, beard. there's
5: such a big gap in between on, on that side. Not a beard. No, it's just a very light top. over here. It's oh, that's a, that's not is. a beard, dude. Shave oh, wait,
1: whatever. it.
5: Get rid
1: of it. Whatever. Get rid of it. Right, yeah,
5: get rid of it. Fuck, don't put me right, in relax, fucking... Dude.
1: Don't put me in Kevin Kelly mode, for Christ's sakes. You <laughs> like that. No, I don't like it for me.
0: Why? You're a handsome guy. You are a handsome know. guy. That is um, All right, So clearly Kevin. everyone thinks I'm wrong, so that's fine.
1: You could be wrong. It's okay. It's
0: not wrong. It's not about
5: being wrong.
1: No, he's wrong. Fuck him.
5: Okay, that's what I said. Remember, I said you
1: are wrong.
6: That's what yeah, dude. Yeah, it's the,
1: the, yeah that's, that's what he said. He said that.
3: Kevin Rogue. Kevin Rogue.
0: Hey.
5: You'll have our opinion.
0: And you can take back my fucking wrestling card then, you fucking nerds. Oh, stop being a
1: fucking hem and egger and just How let's do you go. like what them you? apples? So what did you Did you like the Lashley thing? Did you like it? He had to kick him it's in fun. the balls to fucking it's Fine win. for what it was. Yeah. I'm getting, like kinda all- tired. I'm getting kind of tired of like It was fine for what it was when it comes to like like That shit like what all of a sudden like Brock is kicking people in the nuts now like, like I don't know what's fucking it was stupid
5: I feel like this that match was supposed To just be like a story advancer exactly. To Wrestlemania yeah. like there's no I would would I have loved a, a better finish would I have loved You know Bobby Lashley to You know it, it was It was fine again I, Tony you just said You denounced it it was fine for what it was. It was good. It was ballsy. It was it was no pun intended. And, uh, and it was it's good. It's, it, they're going to fight at Mania, and then that that is where you're going to want to spend your money to watch.
0: It's, well, it's let go- me ask you this. I'm sorry to cut you off, Tony. If they're advancing this to Mania, then that completely defeats the purpose of what Bray Wyatt said Friday night on SmackDown, where he wants the winner of this match.
1: Fucking Bray Wyatt can well, have my asshole if he wants. Three dance with these three
0: fucking dildos. Fuck like, I give Bray Wyatt
1: and Captain Howdy. They're not the biggest dildos in WWE right now. Oh,
0: Captain the... Howdy screams dildo.
1: Oh, great. And he fucking jumps and misses people by 20 feet. Fucking high spot master, Captain Howdy. Good on him. Fuck him. Get him out of here. Bray Wyatt. Get the I fuck, fuck, I... fuck out. You're a fucking idiot. Get out of here. Give me creepy Alexa Bliss before I get either one of these fucking jizz
0: bags. Oh, easy. Fucking you're jizz bagging in your pants with the creepy Alexa Bliss, buddy.
1: Fuck yeah, dude. I will always jizz bag in my pants. You are
0: right.
1: (laughs) My man, Kevin Rogue, My
0: man.
3: (laughs) (sighs) Oh.
5: Because I don't Lord. know where to go. I don't know where to go from from Jizz Bag. Well, no. I just,
0: if, you, <laughs> if the story, if we're trying to progress to Brock and, and Bobby,
1: No, who gives a fuck? Can we I talk about the main event? I also man don't. Main
0: the the event was amazing. The fucking elimination. The the elimination chamber for the men's was fucking awesome. Yeah. It was yeah. awesome. And look, I don't want to. The mixed tag match was good too. I thought everyone did a really good job there.
6: Did you with the men's elimination chamber match? Did the the Logan Paul involvement? Did that bother anybody at all? Not no, because
1: we're going to Seth Rollins for Mania. That's kind of what it is.
6: Yeah,
0: and that's he's a, and he's a dick.
1: That, that's his character. Yeah. He's a
5: he's
0: an That's asshole. the character that Austin Theory is. He's a fucking cherry picking oh. son of a bitch. And it
5: was so perfect. The timing was so perfect where like Montez was hurt, so they they pull him out, and then all of a sudden Logan Paul just comes in like an opportunist. Like Edge used to be the ultimate opportunist. Logan Paul was that opportunist, and it was and he del- he delivers every big spot when you think he might mess up because he's not a like a really super trained wrestler. When he hits every spot, he hits it perfectly. Every sp- I don't I can't think of one spot that he's done that has gone wrong. Like the the stuff the stuff with Ricochet at the Rumble. This his his match it was Roman at uh at in Saudi Arabia. Like, he hits everything to a T. Like, he's been doing it forever. Yeah. So
6: I can't stand him. I, I, I can't fucking stand him, but I can't argue that. He's he's exactly where he needs to be when he needs to be there.
5: Yeah. So, do you, can you not stand him? Because I have no history of knowing who Logan Paul is before he got in WWE. Yeah. So, it would be, like, some boxing stuff, Matt. Like, maybe he did some of that. But other than that, like... I have no clue who he is. So for mm-hmm. somebody who's supposedly this big star outside of wrestling, coming into wrestling, I think he's acclimated as better, as as good as anyone possibly could be. Yeah.
6: Um, yeah. I a hundred percent agree with you. I just don't like him.
5: Okay. Yeah. So do you I, not like him because of what he's done before? Or do you just not like him as a, is he like X-Pac heat to you or like, I don't know. I, I just, I have a hard
6: time buying into, into him like and i he's he's a heel right, so he does the does the right thing, like to I sometimes to be honest i I hate him, yeah, he does kind of go a little bit yeah. both ways, but I just don't he's like an oyster um i just I'm not a big fan, I'm just not a big, big fan, he just he's, there's so much about him and his and like his promos and shit like that I've seen before, like in the build up to Roman i just i can't get into him All
5: right. there it is, Matt how do you feel about logan Polsky
0: I mean. You know how I feel about uh, the the uh, the uh, bad bunnies and the Logan Pauls of the world. I could I care less about them. I get why they do it. It's just not my cup of tea. Um, This makes sense because he eliminated him. He eliminated Seth at the Rumble. Like there's a story there. They set it up perfectly. Um, I really like that they did the Chamber match for the U.S. title and it wasn't for the World title. They didn't pull that gimmick out. Um, And you know my WWE. History in the last 15 years is a little shaky, but I don't They've they've never really done like a IC title or a, a lower carded title for in the chamber. Have they? No, well, I, they,
6: I, they did the tag titles with the yeah. women,
1: no, the men,
6: right? Really? Yeah.
1: I, well, I, think I, know, both. I think they
5: did I, both. I'm pretty did, sure they did they both.
1: Didn't New Day win one of them one time? I think maybe sounds right. Uh, also, because there's two world titles that are under the uh, Roman yeah. Reigns umbrella, you can't have a men's match for the other title because there is no other title. So, put the secondary, one of the secondary, it kind of makes sense. But then and, again, uh, goes back to the bigger point. Why are we having this fucking pay-per-view just for the sake of having a fucking match in the Elimination Chamber? Uh,
5: you're, you're having a pay-per-view for the sake of having a pay-per-view. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's like, you have to have a February pay-per-view.
1: Yeah. But you don't have to have like
5: elimination chamber, you
1: know, like they could fucking finally get away from that shit. But,
5: but see, I don't, I see what you're saying and I kind of agree, but at the same time, like why, why not do it? Like if you have it, why not do an elimination chamber pay-per-view? Like it it doesn't hurt you. It's a lame duck pay-per-view anyway between rumble and mania so why not do it you know what i'm saying
1: because i i always think of of a match like that in a cage where it's something where it's supposed to be a big blow off to something else
5: but here's the thing it's it's multi-man so there really is no personal issue at stake it's just people fighting for a championship or fighting for a shot at a championship so at that with that respect like it i i'm okay with it but i know i totally get what you're saying 100 percent.
6: i wonder if it wouldn't work better like you know obviously your rumble winner sets up your mania if they brought the king of the ring back you have your king of the ring set up your summer slam and then you have your elimination chamber set up your survivor series like just to have the, the winner of each one set up your main event for your big four i don't know if that that would work or not to be honest with you just a thought
5: uh-huh.
1: So- we, could, we could have eliminator matches We could have gauntlet matches You would love it We could Fair have much. a battle royal every month For, for a casino chip X <laughs> Or a giant red X
0: <laughs> <laughs> We want to have a beat the clock match
1: Beat the clock
0: Scrabble. Holy shit
1: You know what We need beat the clock I haven't seen that shit in a long time Fucking beat the fucking clock. Whatever happened to, like, hey, this guy's the number one contender because he beat Brock Lesnar last month? Whatever happened to that? Mm. You know what I'm saying?
6: I know what you're saying.
1: Like, what happened to, like, oh, Ricky Steamboat just fucking beat so-and-so, so so now he's the next guy to challenge Ric Flair. Like, what happened to that? Well, maybe
6: if we paid attention to wins and losses, we could get there.
1: Somebody tried doing that.
0: (laughs) It's also a different year. The whole wrestling business model has changed, right? there's there was back then there was maybe an hour of t v every week, and those t v shows were always used to push the live events right so it made it you know you you didn't get to see everybody fucking four times in a week on two different shows and five to eight different segments like now it's just like you know fucking let's run them out there who's the most, most athletic you know for, for for the Roman Reigns Sami Zayn story there's a lot of other shit that they have not done very well yeah
1: you know like Rick Boogs beating up on the Miz
0: I mean Rick Boogs is jacked to the fucking gills but I don't really invest in the, the gimmick is he just he doesn't seem like a dude who's like that his fucking air guitar and his headbanging are atrocious yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. Probably that.
1: because he doesn't have long hair anymore, right?
0: Yep. Like when he was yeah, Boogenhags and whatever yeah, the yeah, fuck he
1: Yeah, but he had owns. it in a
5: fucking ponytail anyway. Yeah, but he
1: was Rick fucking Boogs, man. Yeah, but I mean, you don't <laughs> need long hair to headbang. Boogenhager, whatever the fuck his name was. Yeah, come on, bro. <laughs> you do. How stupid do these assholes look with shaved heads now banging their heads? Come on. All
0: right, see, no one's saying shave your head. You got to know what you're doing. I don't think Rick Boogs knows what he's doing. I don't think he's ever listened to a Slayer song in his life. You don't think he knows how to play guitar? Shave your head is the episode name. No.
6: (laughs) I think he loves Rain and Blood. I think he's a big Rain and Blood fan. I don't
0: think he is. He might be able to play the guitar, but he probably plays some fucking Jack Johnson. Looking dressed up like fucking Kevin over here, or maybe play Jack. <laughs> hey, what the fuck did I do to you, man? Nothing, but you got—you look like a fucking douchebag hipster with the fucking hoodie like on and the Holy fucking shit. sweater. Dude. He looks—he
5: looks like he just got done with his set at the coffee right. shop. <laughs> so I look like I look like street trash, like you right now. How about that? <laughs>
0: well, I guess I live the gimmick, bro. It looks like no, like, Matt.
5: Matt looks, looks like a fucking troika.
0: He looks like fucking Trevor fire over here.
1: <laughs> the fucking truck driver Trevor Murdoch over here. Dude, Big Rig Betty and fucking Daisy, whatever the fuck her name was, was on was on WOW this week. And they wrestled just as badly as everybody else on that show. It was fucking awesome.
0: Well, let's not. I don't want to put the cart before the horse. So let's not talk about fucking Big Rig Betty and fucking Trouser Snake (laughs) (laughs) Temantha. I don't fucking know.
6: Armadillo Amy?
0: Is that yeah. <laughs> Armadillo let's Amy. The fucking, let's talk about the main event. Let's do it. It
1: was All amazing.
0: Right. I Fucking absolutely amazing. The energy.
1: The energy. The people. Fucking Roman takes a headlock. The crowd boos. Roman hits the shoulder tackle. The crowd boos. It was fucking unreal. Montreal is amazing. Amazing props wrestling
0: to, down. Props to Michael Cole and Corey Graves for laying out during those fucking like a lot of the chants and the stare downs yep. really enhanced the feeling uh you could feel it from wherever you watch the show if you weren't in montreal yeah. a lot of people a, lit- I'm sorry to cut you off matt they did a great job that all night though also
5: acknowledging some of the chants like the fu dominic chants and all that stuff they acknowledged everything that happened they're not shying away from anything anymore like they under Vince. So, like, it was really, really cool to see them lay out when appropriate, but also acknowledge when a rat bastard heel needs to get his come comeuppance. So, I agree with you.
0: Uh I think the room might be split. Tony, we didn't get your feelings last week, but uh, I know me and Handsome Kevin were kind of on the same page. Not the result I wanted, but I'm not upset by it.
1: I mean, it was a foregone conclusion. There was no way Sami Zayn was winning this thing. Yep. But, you felt while you're watching it, this motherfucker could pull this off, and I'm telling you, and I've said it a bunch, not a lot of high spots in this thing, but the ones that they did have, they fucking made all the difference in the world. It was the right time, the right moment, talking shit to Sammy Zayn's wife, and then two minutes later, Sammy gets advantage and goes out and gives his wife a big kiss. Fucking bonkers, the people went. He kissed his wife, and they fucking went ape shit. Amazing! Amazing.
5: A lot of the the greatness of this match was more like story-related and not actually match-related, although the match was fantastic. A lot of the the outside, the bells and the whistles made it so much better. And the fact that we're not done with this story right now is totally freaking rad. We're not going to get him at Mania. We'll probably get a KO Uso-type deal at Mania. But the fact that we're not done yet... And the fact that we could get Sammy and Roman again at some point or code, it's the the possibilities are endless. And my mind going through the loops is tremendous.
1: Jay, Jay's still questionable. Sammy hit him by mistake. That might lead to something else. We don't know. Kevin Owens lays out until finally he's like, all right, you know what? You guys had enough of fucking with him. Now he comes out. I didn't mind. I think it was perfect that he came out after the fact rather than before. Yes. The ending was WrestleMania 17, where it was kind of like Austin just couldn't fucking beat The Rock, so he just beat him into a pulp. That's what Roman did, because Roman knew he was in fucking trouble. Lots of good shit going on here. And plus, the KO with the Sami Zayn making the eye contact. Like, I'm not your friend, but I fucking looked out for you the way you looked out for me. And he fucking walks off. Fucking Paul Heyman with the fucking shit in the back, and he's like, "I like you. I've always liked you." He's talking shit to him. <laughs> oh
5: took my that. God. St- took that stunner that knee. That he took that stunner well. Yeah, so
1: much. And so he much knew good how to shit. take that
5: stunner for a guy like him.
1: Oh my Put, god! He when drops he chops on he... the
5: one knee and.
1: When he hit his back and he was flailing his arms and legs, yeah. I was howling, laughing. I'm like this old fat <laughs> motherfucker taking bumps. Look at him.
6: That was it. Was so good that aim and spot. It was so you nailed it when he was like, "I've always liked you." He's like, points at Roman. He's like, "To hell with him! <laughs> to hell with him!" I'm, I like. I could
5: not stop laughing. Yeah, I mean, this show overall. Like, were you guys shocked that we didn't even see. Co- did, we didn't see Cody at
0: all? Did we? No Cody. Nope. Nope. No Cody. It's not needed. It's not it... this story that they're telling with Cody and Sammy and Roman Reigns. They're telling it so well that you don't. Cody doesn't have to be on Smackdown and he doesn't have to show up at the Elimination Chamber. What they're doing with him on Raw uh, with Sammy last week made perfect sense. Oh, I'm that's right. You,
1: this was I, all but... this. This was a Smackdown show, wasn't it? Something didn't well, They're even realize. all
5: they're all the, they're all the same now. Or not, oh, uh, yeah, because I guess
1: I guess the judgment day shit was raw, wasn't it?
5: Yeah, yeah. so they're all they don't have inter uh brand exclusive pay per views anymore, for, as far as I know. Gotcha, but like I feel like you you got you got a guy going to main event WrestleMania. I feel like you want some sort of presence for him, at least. I, I know I, Matt, your point is well taken and you're probably right, but I feel like you just have to like have him there somewhere like he's a guy that just came back and you're trying to get him over and he's uh, already
0: over that's this is yeah Sam- he's that, no, was you're Sammy's right. night. that was all for sammy see so this is what i don't like is that we're getting too
5: in the ideal that we have to make somebody look great because of where they're from and where the show is so I get it in the moment; it looks great, but we. I always go to AEW and I see like Darby Allen wins the TNT Championship in Seattle and then loses it a week later. What was the purpose? Of, what did you really gain for Darby Allen winning the championship that night against Samoa Joe? Like, what did Nothing. you really gain? Nothing. 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 It was a big. It was a the, big, booking was a for the moment. Booking for the moment, as opposed to the story, is something that I don't think you could sacrifice. While this was great. I'm not taking anything away from it. It's just like, like why couldn't Cody be there? I don't, I don't think Cody being there for something would take anything away from what Sammy accomplished. Yeah, no.
1: He did. He, here's exactly it. That crowd was gonna love Sammy by hook or by crook, no matter what happened that night. If you bring Cody out, you run the risk of having them boo Cody, and you don't want that. That's the risk you run.
5: But we said that at the Rumble too, and and the and everyone loved him.
1: Okay, but this is Montreal, dude.
5: I know I get it, but I, I think you can love both of them and I think people do love both of them.
1: Philadelphia can. Montreal's a different fucking beast, dude.
0: Montreal is a different beast.
5: Yeah, but Cody's like that guy though. Cody's like that smart
0: fan baby face. But if they didn't need it he, he didn't need to be there. There was but no He's your point top, he's your top guy. Right Why? so
1: if, he, how, if how you he have, have him there? there if you have him there, what does he do? Does he interfere? If he's there and he doesn't interfere, what does that say? If he does and he interferes and right. Sammy wins, what is that? What is that? He,
5: what's the point? you're
0: coming off the, the promo that he cut Monday night with Sammy, where he yep. didn't. He told finish Sammy, finish your I'll story. TV okay. You're right.
5: Yeah. Finish your story. You're right. That's a good call. And
0: That's he's going to finish that, his story. That promo story.
5: was great. That promo was great. Both he's going to go to Mania,
1: uh, Kissy Buddies with his best friend, Kevin Owens. They're going to win those tag belts, and people are going to go apeshit ballistic for him. And then the main event, you're going to f- see the final crumble of this whole fucking thing with the tribal chief, where he gets his ass handed to him by Cody Rhodes. And then you have weeks of them fucking infighting, falling apart. Everything else is going to happen. It's going to be the fall of the Roman Empire. And then Roman's going to go off and make some fucking movies like Fast 11 or whatever the fucking else he's going to get involved
5: in. <laughs> yeah, you're, pro- you're, you're both probably right. Ocean's 23. We know the,
0: out- we know the outcome of WrestleMania thirty nine is Cody standing tall when Sami Zayn showed up last April in the office with the bloodline. Nobody in their wildest dreams could have imagined it turned into this, so why not just let it let it run its course like this is the story is so much better than just Cody wins the rumble and now he's got a shot and I'm sure. After he beats Roman, he'll be thrown into a story where you're heavily invested and and it's all great, but this Sammy story easily. We're already kind of invested because of
5: that Paul the the Heyman promo back and forth. So like that set, like that look immediately got you invested in this kind of storyline. Even though there was no personal issue before, now there is.
0: And I don't I think they're I think with Triple H excuse me running the show or whatever he's doing his hands on the product like less is more we don't cody doesn't need to be on raw on smackdown every week until we start until we get to that last stretch where you want him to come out the promo he did with paul Heyman, perfect stuff with sammy last week unbelievable yeah right and now we're over that hurdle so now we're gonna we're gonna focus so i'm sure tonight on raw you're gonna get cody now he knows his clear path is roman reigns yep
5: you're right And then on smackdown
0: right. smackdown you'll see where does Jay fall? What's the situation with Sammy KO? Where does Roman feel? Where was uh, Solo Sakia? Whatever the fuck his name is, where was he? <laughs> where is that guy?
5: Yeah, I was surprised that we didn't see him either. To be honest with you, I guess we didn't. Like you said, I guess we didn't really need to see him. But the the story is the Jimmy and Jay and Roman dynamic. Solo is just kind of there. He's there. He's a big part of it, but. This, the jimmy and jay stuff is just out of this world good
0: yeah it'll be uh i think when it's all said and done i think jay comes out the best out of all of it
5: they, they tried that before with him though and i don't think it really worked out that great i feel i feel like i feel like kevin owens and sammy Zayn are definitely gonna beat the. i think jay's gonna turn on sammy and he's gonna still stay with the bloodline and I think you're gonna get the Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sammy. You just have like you have to. I does
6: like. Does this like with, with what Sammy's done in the storyline and obviously with this match at Elimination Chamber, I think everybody is believing more in Sammy now, obviously, than they ever have before and you know, as far as his WWE career goes. But does not having him be able to grab the title? Does that is that going to lock him into like a Piper spot where because he's going to be yeah. golden no matter, no matter what he does, yeah. but never really get to that like he, get to
5: the title spot? Sami Zayn will well, I, if I if I'm standing here right now and saying this, Sami
0: Zayn will never be WWE World Champion ever. It's the best role he plays is right. it, he is the he did it when he was El Generico, right? He can be a tag champion. You can throw a TV title on him, but that world title is so elusive and he gets oh so close. And I think that's. That's what draws the people in is he, right. he. He can never get to the top of the mountain, but goddamn, it, it's a great. Matt, ride. it's like
5: it's so. like that Tommy Dreamer spot. Even though Tommy Dreamer eventually did do it, and, but then he wanted he lost it that the second after who like, to just incredible, I think.
3: Yep.
5: So so it's like he's like the Tommy Dreamer. Like listen, Kofi Kingston. We never thought that Kofi Kobe, Kobe Kingston obviously won the championship, but he was that kind of guy, the, the sweetheart. But now we have a whole other year or at least six or seven months for if Sami Zayn to win it, it would have to be a real moment and we'd have to wait another six or seven months. I just don't think they're going to do that. So I just – I don't think Sami Zayn will ever get there. And that's no discredit to him. It's just
0: right. what it is. Right. Yeah. So – uh. Oh, so, sorry, you guys. Uh, like the what about the all the schmas at the end? Does that does that muck anything up for you guys? A lot of fuck the two ref bumps. That was the only thing, yeah. and how long they were out.
5: That was it. Other than that, I got it. But
1: I think they have, did they have two ref bumps in the Mania 17 match with Austin? I don't remember. Maybe. Could be one of those homage kind of things, you know. I don't really remember if it was one or two ref bumps, but I know a referee was out for a while.
6: Yeah. I think that, like, that part of it, you could have a dirty finish, and it wouldn't have bothered me, but the amount of dirt in the finish did kind of take away from it a little bit, because they put on, I mean, it was an amazing wrestling match. I mean, forget forget the story going into it. If it was, if you went into that match with no story, they told a story within the match as well. It was, it was fantastic, and I think that they could have gone dirty finish, but just a little bit cleaner. Just give me, clean it up just a little bit.
1: I think they, uh, I think they needed it to go that way though to get across the fact that Roman was and is just a man. Yeah. Wow! Panicked, like a bit, panicked a little bit, panicked a little bit, panicked a little bit more thinking this little motherfucker might beat me he had to take things into his own hands uh, a couple comments Paul heyman was turning on him jay didn't want to help him out it's like you know he's a man on an island practically at this point
0: a couple comments in the chat todd brantley uh you can even have jay cost roman the title at mania people forget the bloodline story actually started with jay originally being against roman and eventually falling in line Yep.
6: Good good pull, Todd. Good pull uh, Matthew
0: yeah.
1: Jay Jay actually had Jimmy. He was gonna beat the shit out of Jimmy, and that's what made Jay surrender and fall in line. So mm-hmm.
5: Jay was against Sammy, and then even, even like in a previous feud before the bloodline was the J, was the Jay and Roman stuff. This and, like the bloodline came after that initial feud when Jay was a top guy.
0: And, and don't they forget put what, him back.
1: Don't forget what Sammy said to Jay. He looked him in the eyes and said, I acknowledge you.
0: Matthew Birch, I feel like Roman Jay is uh, going to headline match at SummerSlam this year.
1: Possible. Maybe Jay finally gets his comeuppance to complete end and collapse of the Roman Empire. It's possible.
0: Oh, then, uh, ja, ja, ja. Milwaukee Tom is Fucking a man. foregone conclusion. Cody wins at Mania.
1: Yes, of course. 100%. It is.
0: Come on. Dude. I think so. This Roman Reigns you know what? Version. Let's take
1: that match off the table. Everybody across the board has to take uh, Cody Rhodes. Oh, you know
5: what? <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if it is. Th- it's got to be a foregone conclusion.
0: We,
1: right? we, it would be the first ever like Shining Wizards lock. Like we all like. I right, listen. We're not even gonna pick that one because you know. <laughs>
0: Uh, I threw it out there in the uh, interwebs uh, today, and I just want to cover it because I think it's an interesting something to talk about in terms of Elimination Chamber. I thought the men's Elimination Chamber was one of the best they've ever done, Uh, and I put it out there to see what people uh, said, if they agreed or if they thought there was a better one. Uh, Of course, Manny Kratzo at Kratzo on the Twitter machine, he says, uh, No Way Out 2009 Elimination Chamber and the 2019 SmackDown Chamber are his favorites. So I 2019 was, have uh, to. what's up, Kev?
5: You'd have to, no, you'd have to let me know who was in both of those. It's That's what I'm going to do. There you go. Uh,
0: 2019 was Daniel Bryan as the WWE Champion, uh, defeating AJ, Jeff Hardy, Kofi, Randy Orton, and Samoa Joe. Uh, 2009 was Edge winning the WWE World Heavyweight Championship title, John Cena was your champion. Uh, it was Rey Mysterio, Jericho, Cena, Mike Knox, and Kane.
1: Mike Knox. Mike Knox. Holy shit.
0: Mike Knox makes an appearance. The Cardona uh, Ky- Mike Knox. Kyle K. Sparks. Uh, he says 2010 edition of the Elimination Chamber is his favorite. Uh, Undertaker enters the uh, Elimination Chamber as the World Heavyweight Champion, and he loses to Jericho. Uh, also in the chamber was Morrison, Rey Mysterio, Punk, and r Truth. That was a uh, Straight Edge Society punk too. I remember. I think, that
1: I think my favorite was the one from December to Dismember. <laughs>
0: uh, the
1: one. The that That's the one that. Wait, Bobby Lashley won that one, didn't he?
5: I don't remember who want it. Yeah, and, like, hard, we Hardcore Holly, like, replaced RVD because he got busted for...
1: Uh... No, he replaced Sabu.
5: Oh, he replaced
0: Sabu. Sabu
1: was ready to go, and they fucking ambushed him in the locker room to get him out of the match.
0: That was Bobby Lashley beating The Big Show, Test, Rob Van Dam, Hardcore Holly, and CM Punk. Test was
1: in there. You go. And I'm Punk was in that. it, too. This, this, uh, this was the infamous Punk chokes everyone out with the Anaconda Vice match that Heyman that wanted. Paul, to Paul do. Heyman wanted
5: to, to have it.
1: <laughs> what if he puts everyone in the Anaconda Vice?
5: <laughs> Let's have CM Punk, this 185-pound man, choke out The Big Show, Bobby Lashley, Hardcore Freaking Holly. <laughs> and Andrew, by God, Martin, a.k.a. <laughs> Test.
1: <laughs> do, you, do you guys find it mildly amusing that Brock Lesnar is going for the Bianca Belair look now with the big fucking ponytail braid thing that he's got going? <laughs> there were some points in the match it was standing straight up. He looked like Alfalfa. It was fucking hilarious.
0: Alf, <laughs> uh, Alpha. <laughs> I got two more on the Twitter machine. I'm sorry to cut you off, Tony. No,
1: keep going. You're good.
0: Vundacast. Uh, uh, they have 2019, which we already covered, in the 2014 Elimination Chamber. Uh, Randy Orton's the champion. He beats Bryan, uh, John Cena, Cesaro, Christian, and Sheamus.
1: That's a hell of a lineup right
0: there. Yeah. And then last but not least, it's the True Prince of Pro, uh, and his personal favorite is 2011. Uh, winner goes on to get the WrestleMania 27 title match. John Cena beats CM Punk, John Morrison, King Sheamus, Randy Orton, and R-Truth. Also That's- on that card, The Miz had a 12-minute match with Jerry Lawler for the WWE Championship.
5: Oh, God.
0: <laughs> was, that,
5: was that, Matt, was that show
0: in Memphis, Tennessee? Um, <laughs> well, let's see. I mean, which It was <laughs> Oakland, California. Well, there you go. Oh, that is not Memphis. Oakland, California. So, cool. uh, so, so we've got a clearer picture of WrestleMania 39. It looks like Oscar Bianca Belair is now on the card uh, with Roman Cody and Charlotte Rhea Ripley. Uh, and it looks like we're heading towards Logan, Paul, and Seth Rollins. And Edge has accepted Austin Theory's open title match, uh, open title challenge, excuse me, for tonight's Raw. So we'll have to follow up with that next week.
5: There you go. Follow that up. Big time,
0: man. Uh, look, big. I... Say what now? I said big time. Uh, I, we're not going to go deep in the New Japan battle in the valley because I, uh, I know there's a lot there that will be covered in depth on other shows, like the Bread Club. That's right. Money. But we all picked that show as well. Uh, Tony and Kevin each went eight and two. Money. Uh, We all, uh, let's get that out of the way. We all lost the same two matches Uh, the Josh Alexander team match and the tag title match. We all picked the West Coast Wrecking Crew. So those were Tony and Kevin's only two losses. Uh, I went six and four. Um, And then Handsome Kevin and Brendan each went five and five. Um we have a brand new never open weight. He's not the never, he's the strong open weight champion. Kenta successfully defeated Fred Rosser. It's probably Kenta's best match in New Japan since he came back, uh, with the exception of the Wrestle Kingdom match with Tanahashi. Uh Jay White lost. Go ahead. I'm at it. Ah,
1: fuck Jay White. I'm gonna AWS it's <laughs> not a knife. it's
6: well, not a what,
0: knife. <laughs> is, that, is that what he sounds like?
1: I'm friends with the broadcast. <laughs> Good on you. Fucking <laughs> Eddie Kingston. <laughs> I'm
0: going to take my beating. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't lose? You didn't lose? I mean, it wasn't you. He's my fucking guy. I sing his praises for the last fucking five years. Dude, he lost to a guy who can't stop eating cheeseburgers.
1: Come on now. Maybe you need a new guy.
6: Cheeseburger Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why he's always,
1: that's why he's always got yellow tights on. That's the fucking cheese on the burger.
6: <laughs> he is Cheeseburger Eddie.
0: Did uh did you guys watch any of this show? Yes, I yep. made sure I watched a women's match
1: because I was under a strict edict to make sure I did <laughs> show.
0: <laughs> I, appreciate, I appreciate it that you took the time to get to, to watch that because we're going to get to that because I think that's that's essentially the match that sold the show. Yep, hundred uh, percent. Handsome Kevin, Kevin, yeah. anything from the undercard that you guys would like to speak about? So yeah, so I I didn't watch
5: all of it, but I watched. I made sure I watched three matches. I watched um, uh, Tanahashi and Okada, obviously, the main event. I watched that. And then I, I saw the follow-up after that, that nice little promo stuff. Afterwards, I watched uh, Monet and uh, Kairi. Uh thought that was awesome. Loved it. Uh, and I watched Eddie Kingston and, and Jay White. So those are the three matches that I made sure that I – because I didn't. I honestly just didn't have time. So I watched those three matches and Eddie Kingston beaten the fuck out of Jay White – Towards the end of that match was just super fun and it was just really good. And I was actually really shocked at how long the the women's match went. That was like a, like almost an hour match. It was like forty five minutes at least. No, no. I thought I heard forty five minutes gone when I was watching. Is that does that mean that that's, that's forty five minutes left?
6: I think bell the bell the bell that was under a half hour.
5: Yeah, okay, then I that could 20, be. I thought it was. I thought it was longer than it was. Yeah. Because it's like forty five minutes. Forty five minutes. Maybe that's how much is left, not how much they went. Be,
1: no, because they'll sure. usually say like
5: fifteen minutes pass. <laughs> it, it went. I thought. I, then I then I, I I could be a loser then because I thought I heard forty five minutes at one point.
1: No, you're not wow. a loser, bro. You just misheard. That's all. No, it, was, it was. a, a long match. You're just a hipster tonight. All the
0: small things. <laughs> that's a hipster song, isn't it? Come on, man! I recycle all these cams. <laughs>
6: Can we get like two verses from Banana Pancakes, Kevin? Or- <laughs> <laughs>
3: Are you gonna like
5: be? Like I'm gonna fucking sloppy <laughs> with some <Yeah>. Pancakes. <laughs> fucking trash bag fucking loser. Are you, listen, you, you Kevin? You're li- George III soundtrack.
1: <laughs> listen, in fairness to Kevin, he's got to be. He's looking pretty, pr- pretty damn dapper tonight. I like the look. I like the sweater. I like the hat. Don't let these guys.
2: Oh, I don't care what
0: Give they you a- say. What are you out of your boy? Oh, great. What do you? Go play fucking hacky sack with him in the parking lot. <laughs> <party? laughs> well, well, you go bang your sister in the freaking. <laughs> Jesus. You know, I don't What? Because oh, he looks he like, cause he like a truck why. driver. That's why. You're better than that. Come oh, on. that's <laughs> what I <mean>. no, Come <laughs> on. You're better than that, Kevin.
4: Dirty Bro, trash. you
1: really look like Trevor fucking Murdoch tonight. It's not yeah. even a joke. Come here with your freaking gross ass, long <laughs>
5: fucking beard. Yeah, go
1: eat your boogers, your fucking truck driving yeah, retard.
5: Fucking poop yourself and then wash yourself with your
0: fancy ass. Play yeah, with your poop. <laughs> I
5: the think
6: way. the, I think the beard's looking great. Double T.
0: Thanks. Hey, some kid at work asked me if I dyed it. Kind of looks that way, but it's kind of a cool look. You got so the. You're, got you're, the gray, you're like the yeah. Mark Henry.
6: Guy, yeah, like a- you look
1: island. like you have like a gray vagina at the bottom of your beard, <laughs>
6: like I a do. puffy one.
1: <laughs> yeah, take a look. We'll go, go to the left a little bit.
6: Yeah. See what I mean? He's got like the little divot in the middle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's got smoke crotch on his chin. <laughs>
4: <laughs> ah, there it is. Yeah. There, there you there. go. Uh,
5: it looks nice. though. Just, like at it. least it's confined to that space. Mine is everywhere. The grays. That's not bad. <laughs>
0: Peter's ah. gonna hate. I don't know what to tell y'all. <laughs> y'all Dude, coming in great.
5: Dude, you gotta right. look dapper.
1: Big Rig Betty's coming over.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Anaconda Andy. What was the
0: other what was the other What, what the name? fuck's
1: her name? Her name doesn't even match, right?
0: No, it's uh
1: what the fuck is her name?
0: I don't fucking know. It's going to come to me at some point. Hey, so Kevin, know. you watch this show. Before we get to the women's match, anything uh, stick out to you?
6: I, I haven't watched the entire show. I do plan to. Uh, right. I, I watch the uh, Sane and Monet match in its entirety, including the introductions. And right. uh, Holly
1: Swag, by
0: the way. Holly Swag. Holly Swag. There you go. The, the right. Mother oh.
1: Truckers is their team name.
0: So outside, Kingston, J.Y. was great. I thought Fred Rosser and Kenta had a great match. Tag match left a little to be desired for me. I'm not going to lie. I was a little disappointed with the outcome, too. Zack Sabre Jr. Clark Connors is a fucking banger. I'm going to go watch it back, man. That's a really forward. good match. And Tom Lawler and Homicide had a good... Uh, I saw some of that. Yeah, They had a good little, little fight of Tom Lawler rules. But uh, the big I'm- match on the show, her first uh match since she walked out of the wwe challenging the pirate i fucking hate i fucking hate her gimmick i don't get it i don't know why these fucking virgins go crazy for it you are wrong yeah. you, fuck off you fucking idiot go drown in a lake all right
1: yeah what are your 1, 000, 11
0: fucking fucking jossie can go jump in a lake together and you know what dress as pirates the two of you you fucking job. maybe we will all yeah. right be good fucking company pirates a terrible gimmick i don't know why she comes out with her fucking steering wheel <laughs> and her dumb fucking hat Pirates are supposed to be bad people. There's no good pirates. No pirates that like, oh, I put out that fire and got this cat out of a tree. How the dude, fuck do you know? Dude, How many dude, of the dude. seven seas have you fucking seen? I got a whole book on pirates in the other room, buddy. Oh, are yeah. you reading it now, bitch? I, <laughs> I am. I but but pirates don't count, pirates stupid. in the Bahamas. I know all about the fucking pirates. <laughs> great, the fucking Bahamas. I got oh, a pirate hat on. Oh, Matt was on a cruise. so now he knows all about good
6: and bad pirates. I he's sure become, he's become, man.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh boy.
1: Uh, holy shit.
0: Fuck so what her, are you fucking dumb fucking pirate gimmick and she's weighs a fucking 100 pounds soaking wet. Oh, but you're fine with fucking reho fucking dancing not, around. I don't like I don't get it. I don't get the Japanese women wrestlers or the people who fucking exactly for
6: a... I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you just said, Ahmed Johnson.
0: You wish I was Ahmed Johnson. The <laughs> Pearl River Plunge the fuck out of you, son.
6: Oh, you you would love to. Get Pearl River I don't here. get it.
0: None Noth- of it makes sense to me. I watched the match a couple weeks ago. girl had a fucking tail. Why does she have a tail?
6: Who had a tail?
0: Miyu Iwanami or whatever the fuck. Oh, dude.
1: Is. Well, she's part rat. She's fucking growing a tail.
6: Yeah, are there good and bad rats, Matt?
1: Yeah, bro. Tell are us about rats? rats. You're telling me. <laughs> bravo kevin, <Well> done,
0: kevin. <laughs> fucking mercedes monet comes out that's the song they play when new jack comes out on the edited ecw stuff on the network i swear to god i don't think it is it's the it's a Chris crisscross song gotcha. <laughs> it it's Money.
6: fucking horrible and you know what's even worse like i i i love the big entrances of New Japan. What are we doing with a fucking junior high dance team out there? That was that was fucking ridiculous. I was hated it. Come
0: on, I hated man. everything about uh, that. fun. I hated everything you? about
6: that. And then, you know, even going into it, I was uh, already... I'm,
0: no. I'm done have, with her if already. If like a fucking pirate gone. came out on a ship, you would have lost your mind if they pushed a fucking... Yeah, I would even have to have a fucking
6: construction company out because I would have put a hole in my goddamn roof if that happened. But... I was done with her going into this after that uh, after that, that tweet or whatever she put out there like I got a really good nice text message from Triple H and William Regal at midnight. Fuck you. I give a shit. I give a shit. I'm I'm tired of her. I'm tired of her. She's over dramatic for no no apparent reason. There so frequently. Uh, of,
0: there was a whole documentary about that. The context, buddy. I don't need context. I'm just yes, I'm, tired I'm tired of her. I'm tired of her.
6: Twenty one minutes.
0: Yeah. Of of bump bump No, Money. it's her advent, her journey to Japan. Is
6: her it journey. worth me watching? Is it gonna change my mind?
0: I don't fuck you seem miserable about it. I don't I keep watching oh, dumb I am. the Pirate in it, so who's the idiot? Don't listen to me. <laughs> <Arr>. <laughs> I need a fucking cheeseburger. Let me drop it an out. And the people are, eat the best elbow drop ever. Guess what? If I threw my fucking six-year-old cousin in the air like that, he'd drop a great elbow too.
1: Unless fuck his name is what? Captain Howdy.
0: He's all fucking contorted in the air. He's drop elbow. Fuck out of here. It's a beautiful elbow drop. Your fucking ass hurts. My
6: ass hurts? I would think fucking I should know. Kyrie, stupid. Oh, dummy. she's fantastic.
0: Go back to the WWE. You could be somebody's fucking punching board. Punching oh. board, really? <laughs> the W word.
1: <laughs> Holy <my> shit, <laughs> Tony!
5: Totally. It's also Uncle Howdy, not Captain Howdy. Whatever, Captain. So I had this Howdy now.
1: Howdy duty.
5: Yeah. Now we've got a punching sentences. board instead of punching bag, which is incredible. I'll tell Long you this scene. much: you knew there what I was talking about.
3: There were
1: oh, there don't. were some there were some spots that were a little eh, a little sloppy. For the most part, I really enjoyed it, especially the part after the match. Well, after Mercedes won, she started crying, but she still had enough wherewithal to adjust her weave. Did you see that shit?
5: Did not notice that. Sure did. No, I was like, no, don't
1: fix your weave. Let it go. Whatever.
5: No, it's the same thing that all like wrestlers, like male wrestlers do when they have like that bald spot in the back. They always
1: brush their hair back. I get like, it. right
5: away. Like,
1: And the other thing was, like, she had a cheat to win, but then they still had, like, their moment and their embrace afterward. It was kind of like, ah, I get why you did it, but you probably shouldn't have. You know so what I'm Matt, saying? Matt,
5: real quick. Matt, real quick. What, what was the story going in? Is Monet, like, not, like, a bad person anymore? Like, because they, like, hugged, like, they embraced for a while. And she's Carrie CEO. put the
0: belt on. So... Well, I don't what know what happened with, with the character. What ha- I don't know what happened with the fucking character. This is the first time we've seen her wrestle. All right. You get that really hot about it. I'm, literally I'm fired up question. about the pirate.
1: I thought she did a good job, though. I thought she looked great in this match.
0: The match was fantastic. I could have done without her being a pirate. She could have come out and just been a fucking lady. Oh, my God. She's She's a lady pirate. Lady. No, you didn't have to have some stupid fucking hat on with a feather. Fucking stick your foot, are you fucking Dumbo, stick your feather up your ass. The only the only
1: other thing that I didn't care for, and I understand why they did it, and I, I know stick a whatever. Are you done? Uh, can I talk?
0: You can talk all good. you want. I was laughing at Handsome Kevin, laughing at <laughs>
1: he, he he does he does make the room oh, giggle oh, a oh, lot.
0: Oh, 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 fuck, oh.
1: Really? You're the oh, truck driver. You're making fun of me. Yeah. <laughs> all
0: right. my Truck right through your house.
1: <laughs> so, like, the only the only thing I was kind of, like, eh about was that Kyrie was, like, the new champ, and this is supposed to be a big thing because now it's women wrestling in New Japan and that whole scheme and, and whatever. But, like, if you're trying to establish a championship, you would think you'd want to keep it on Kyrie a little longer. Like, that's the only kind of thing I was, like, eh about. I get why they did it. I understand why they did it. But, yeah, I, yeah, I do. But I don't think... Switching it around already this quickly builds that championship up. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's old school, like, build a, a definitive champion in my eyes, and there was nothing wrong with Kyrie. But who knows? This is one of those wait-and-see moments for me, so we'll see what happens.
0: Well, Kyrie was all banged I think, up. I think we the tournament.
1: We lost Kevin?
0: Uh, he is he's frozen, frozen in time. Now,
6: I thought it was a ter- terrific match. I enjoyed the match. Yeah, the match like, was great. I thought it was it was fantastic, and I think that my my dislike for Monet is very similar to your dislike of of Kyrie. I, just, I you know moment. what I mean. Like it's there. I think that a great match, enjoyable match. I
0: just can't stand her. That's fine. That's fair. I'm not mad about it.
1: Yeah, you have That's- a right not to be able to stand Mercedes Monet, Monet, despite how wonderful her entrance theme is. Oh, it's the. Oh, come on, bro. Money. Money.
0: So, Kevin is frozen. Yeah, he's definitely. Until he comes back. Um, Kyrie was hurt during the tournament, and she was hurt at the finals at Wrestle Kingdom. So, I don't think she's. I think the idea of her coming back to Japan was not going to be a full-time thing, but making her the champion, you know, with her, with the new direction they were going. Um, you know, obviously, she's a former WWE talent. She has a huge following in Japan, like making her the first ever champion and Mercedes Monet's first opponent made sense, especially with their history. But you're not going to bring in Sasha not to have her win.
1: No, of course. Of course. I get that. I get that 100%. Do
0: they, do, do you
6: miss anything in, and I'm, uh, you obviously, I'm not, you're the well versed new Japan guy, but do they miss anything in not having her build to it? As far as opposed to just showing up and winning it.
0: No, I don't think so okay. because they haven't established the title. I mean, and the proof is in the pudding. They announced that match; that was the first match announced, and before they announced another match, all the tickets were sold out. Gotcha.
1: And you want to know something else? Marking out brings up a good point. They didn't care about the title. I forgot her defense at Wrestle Kingdom was really short. Yeah, it that was match went nowhere.
0: They didn't do him any favors. So,
1: so maybe Mercedes gets this thing and. You know, she's a fresh face. She brings in that, you know, like that U.S. crowd. Maybe they build her up. Hey, she beat Kyrie. Kyrie's supposed to be a big deal. See what happens.
0: Yeah, and I think they are. I'm trying to find it. I think they already announced she's going to wrestle AZT or AMT at, at Sakura Genesis in April. I think that's her first title defense, which is a pretty this- big deal.
1: This will be a big test because she's not going to be working with somebody she's familiar with. You know, you don't have to get all choked up. Hey, HK, take it easy.
6: I don't understand. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. Triple H texted me.
1: Holy shit. There you go. Mike Peterson, AZM. Yeah. Isn't AZT like AIDS medication or some shit? I don't
0: fucking know who any of these people are, Tony. It's medication. It's not a person. I don't have AIDS, so I don't have to know about it. Well, I mean, you should and it could be anyone it could be a person yeah. Kyrie is a pirate and a pirate is a person yeah but she's
1: also yeah. sane she's not crazy she's not sane no more she's just Kyrie right oh. no. I got no problems with Kyrie Kyrie can wrestle
0: I'm going to tell you one thing, too. If you want to watch me lose my mind on the bread club, if this fucking goddamn fucking tag team of Okada and Tanahashi gets together and they take the titles off of Bishimon and they become like a dream tag team, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. I do not need to see fucking fucking dull teeth. Can't eat a fucking protein bar. Tanahashi taking titles off of uh, Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto.
1: Oh, fuck Yoshihashi. Guy looks like he's fucking perpetually taking a shit.
0: He's a ta- he's tag team champion. Top five. Yeah. <laughs> Yoshi Hashi Just see the way they said it. Top five. <laughs> he is top five.
1: Oh my god, dude. Oh my god, dude. What? You hate you hate fucking pirates and you fucking stick up for the guy that looks like Scott Pilgrim. Dude, shut
0: Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> Yoshihashi. Yoshihashi. Did you see Tanahashi? Did you you didn't watch right? Tanahashi. His fucking hair. He doesn't give a shit anymore. It's just a fucking plop of shit on his he's a head. He's Fucking like a, rock
1: star, bro. He looks
0: like an asshole. He's the worst rock star. He's about as big of a rock star as Kevin is. And he's not even here. I can't even. <laughs> Coffee house, Kevin.
1: Coffeehouse.
0: <laughs> what the fuck?
1: I think he really got bugged by that. He was fucking. Well, don't dress your- like a
0: fucking hipster. I don't know what to tell he you. Was- he was calling. Out, he was calling out your bidet, dude. He's he don't he's never lived if he hasn't felt the power of the bidet. And his you know, asshole, it's man. a game changer, man. It's a game changer. So after picks and everything said and done, Kevin and Tony sit at thirty-four and fourteen. Brendan thirty-two and six. I'm thirty-one and seventeen. Handsome Kevin and six. twenty-six and twenty-two. Clearly, he wants to beat my shitty record from last year. So, handsome Kevin, I I say go nuts, brother. Yeah, flex nuts. Keep, we don't have keep, another pay-per-view to pick until AEW oh, Revolution March.
1: Fucking thank God. You
0: got time, chunk.
1: Yeah, I understand.
0: We only got two left. Um, let's take a break. We'll come you back. Think? There's a couple of news and notes I want to hit on really fast. Now, you know what? Let's do it now. Let's do it really fast. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, Eugene Nagata is a Triple Crown champion.
1: You gotta be kidding me.
0: I'm not kidding you He's uh, he's now I think he's the fifth member Of the club He won the All Japan Pro Wrestling Triple Crown Heavyweight Champion 54 years old He becomes the f- Fifth member Of the club With uh, uh, Muda uh, Kojima Tanahasho? No Not Tanahasho He was never All Japan Champion Misawa? Mm, I don't know No I'll look it it up on break. Uh, So that was pretty cool. Ring of Honor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: he joined the club. I don't know who's in it. Eh, That's pretty cool. Pretty
0: cool. (laughs) 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 Fucking Brunden. (laughs) (laughs) Tony, how excited are you for Tony Khan's huge announcement one day.
1: Oh dude, I couldn't fucking wait to tell you guys. I had it I had the fucking ah, oh, the image left. I had the fucking image. I was gonna hold it up. But here's an image of the macho man to fucking make you feel better. <laughs> fuck him and his fucking announcements. It's probably because Ring of Honor's getting a show now on fucking on the Honor Club Network. Big fucking surprise that Ring of Honor would have a show on the Ring of Honor Network or whatever the fuck it's called. Fucking hand job Harry over here. How much coke is he getting for fucking getting that one together?
0: Here he is. The fucking hey
1: thumbs up. Hey, I got a big announcement. <laughs> Look at me. I'm going to big an announcement. My, my thumb is up Kevin Rogue's butt. That's why his butt hurts all the time. It wasn't because of pirates.
6: <laughs> I thought you gotta Gonna take four Is
0: Kevin back or is he just frozen? No, Kevin's back. That's hard Kevin. to say. Kevin! Hello?
1: He hey, yeah, or?
4: I'm using my. Phone. Hey, can you hear me?
1: Yeah, we got you.
5: <laughs> I'm using my. I'm using my phone now, so I don't know. So <laughs> it's gonna
4: suck, but hopefully, I, uh, my laptop wasn't getting any juice from my charger. Something's wrong with the, the phone charger, so or the uh, laptop. phone. Yeah.
1: That's good. Listen, if if it, it'll help, you, you don't want to put the video on, maybe just go audio. Might I can do that.
6: He sounds it, like it, he's calling in. We're Kevin from Charleston.
4: Yeah, but... <laughs> All right, I'm gonna leave then.
1: No, where are you going?
4: Sorry.
0: <laughs> well, Tony, you know what they say.
1: Wait, 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 wait. wait How do I make him? I can't predict
4: these things, man. I didn't know this was gonna happen. <laughs> I will remember. Take this <laughs> off. Will you
3: remember?
4: There In
1: the eyes of a stranger. Uh. <laughs> Can I put my balls I hate this.
6: I was waiting for that. <laughs>
1: Oof. That was fucking fantastical <laughs> He's smiling I love it <laughs> Keep
3: smiling
1: Keep shining
4: Oh
0: fucking A oh. All
1: right.
4: Yeah What, are what? what yeah, do I'm we gonna do? hang out but I'm not gonna talk much
1: That's right we're, we're taking a break So you can figure all your shit out dude you got time Thanks to Kevin Rogan His fucking awesome podcast commercials you have about 27 minutes
6: Yeah Gotta
0: figure it out. You can run to Best Buy, get some shit, come back. (laughs) Says fucking Whisper of the Wind over there. (laughs) Kevin Rube!
6: (laughs) Who the fuck is that?
3: Vincent Vincent Price. Fucking thriller. (laughs) Holy shit.
0: (laughs) I guess I have to... Kevin, I apologize for stealing your line Uh, back, back after this. We'd like to thank each
1: and every one of you for tuning in every Monday night to listen to The Shining Wizards. If you'd like to continue to support us outside of listening, we've got a few ways for you to do that. If you shop at Amazon, go over to amazon.shiningwizards.com, do your shopping as usual, and when you make your purchase, a little bit of that purchase price will go back to support the show. If you like to wear t-shirts, merch.shiningwizards.com will take you to our Pro SMT store, where we've got over a dozen great designs from over 11 years of professional wrestling podcasting. You can become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast, where each and every week we call out your name as one of our show producers, and the more you support us, the more things that you're entitled to receive, and believe me, they are fantastic. If you can't support us monetarily, if you don't shop at Amazon, that's absolutely fine. Continue to listen to us wherever you listen to us on the World Wide Web, and make sure you like, rate, review, subscribe. Do all that good stuff. It doesn't cost you anything helps us out and we can continue to bring you the love fest that is the shining
5: wizards
2: what's up folks it's your boy the impact player mr philly ray
5: inviting all of you to check out the turnbuckle throwbacks wrestling podcast join us as we cover all things current in the world of pro wrestling as well as paying homage to the old school the squared circle so listen in and find out why we are the recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting find us on all social media platforms and anywhere you get your podcast from and as always We are the proudest members of the Shining Wizards
2: Network
0: and Rant Entertainment Media.
4: If you like your music heavy, then check out Radioactive Metal on the Shining Wizards Network. For over 16 years now, Radioactive Metal has been one of the longest running podcasts. Over the years, we've interviewed some legendary metal acts, had some awesome discussions, and cranked a hell of a lot of tunes. So join your cool Uncle Snowy and his co-host Aaron. For the audio mosh pit that is radioactive metal here on the Shining Wizards Network.
1: The Mark Order Podcast is the only show you need if you're looking for dedicated coverage of everything AEW on the Shining Wizards Network. Join us live on YouTube every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. Eastern after Dynamite
6: to chat along with the show. If you can't join us live, listen to us on your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on all social channels at MarkOrderPod and use the hashtag JoinTheMarkOrder because if you don't find us, we will find you. I'm Kevin Rogue. I'm Al Day. And we're a couple of down under pounders that co-host Rowe Day Dots, an action figure collecting podcast where we talk about... Well, just about anything that tickles our fancy at any given moment. we grumpy old, yeah, you know, and sometimes people get on our nerves, and if you get on our nerves,
4: guess what? You get off the lawn.
3: Get off my lawn, asshole! We
6: also go on a little bit of a mission. We go back and we're grading every wrestling figure line that's out there. I'm talking LJM's. I'm talking Jax. I'm talking Hasbros. Who doesn't like a little hulk of plex a gorilla
3: brain wrestling podcast production
4: found on the Shining Wizards Network. Well, the action is underway. What's up, everyone? When on the Shining Wizards Network, be sure to check out Wrestling Night in Canada. If we're not recording another kick ass podcast, or playing in punk bands, or recording kick ass heavy metal albums. then we're sitting back, we're grabbing a couple brews, and going over everything to do in the world of pro wrestling. Because we're from Winnipeg, you idiots. I'm Duke Bags.
2: Kevin Rope,
4: and together we are the co hosts of
2: your Duke Road. If you want to hear about some terrible wrestling shows,
6: we got you covered. Well, we talk about good ones too.
4: We're Currently talking about the death of the stuff. I know what we're fucking talking about. Sometimes we
6: get uh, guest spots, like from the Taskmaster. I like to, uh, I like to listen to the Year of Duke and Rope podcast. They're uh, funny guys. That uh, I like when they, I like when they talk about the, uh, the Nard Plows. I like Nards Plows. That's it's uh, a good move. And uh, I like the Dungeon of Doom. You know, sometimes, sometimes, I, I call my butt the Dungeon of Doom. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Home. Let me tell you a little bit about my favorite podcast. All right. It's a podcast with two men. Two men, two legs, Kevin broke. They talk about professional wrestling. It's a man's sport. All right. And who better to talk about a man's sport than two Oklahoma.
4: Once in a while, it's Russo's time.
3: Bro,
6: you piece of shit! If you're not listening to your the Road podcast in the back with the boys, you piece of shit, I don't know what you're doing. It's uh, You got a
0: slide one in there?
6: If you're a man, if you're a man, you're talking about... something only a man can do, you're talking about sliding one in there. Bro, take the time to slide one in there. All right, bro, you piece of shit. Slide one in there. A Gorilla Brain Wrestling podcast production that you can find on the Shining Wizards Network.
1: Well, I don't know why it's on a fucking loop. I
0: really think... <laughs> well, welcome back. We're going to take a second. We want to support... Uh, shout out those that support us on our Patreon patreon.com slash wizards podcast for as little as a dollar a month you can support the shining Wizards wrestling podcast three dollars a month you can support us and you will get access to our bonus content five dollars a month we will plug your social media website uh, anything that we see fit to support you ten dollars a month you get put into our monthly drawing to find out how you yes you can be a part of the shining wizards wrestling podcast at this time, we're going to thank Kathy Homer, the queen of the Shining Wizards, Minnie Kratso, the king of the Shining Wizards, Danny Rusinello at not Danny Russ on the Twitter machine, Anthony Rusinello, Sean Toe, Sean Calejo, Kate the Great Hensler over at Miss Kate Fabe on the Twitter machine. She's doing sour graps. She's doing a Mark order. She's doing Fightful, Friday nights, post-show, Smackdown, and Rampage. Matt Garifo, no relationship to the K jg at who dat matt 81 on twitter christine friesendorf mark Parloni, happy birthday mark thomas cops the Mossbach at high five tom he's doing the marking out roh revelry podcast he's doing blah blah blah, blah 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 midwest wrestling podcast so check those out uh kieran my british friend that i do the bread club with Bon beasley eric freeds who's in the chat tonight shout out to eric appreciate the support sj mcdonald michael hammond Matthew Birch, the true Prince of Pro, he's floating around here somewhere. Uh, He'll be happy to know I shared the Brian Knobs butthole picture with somebody today that he sent us many years ago. Braden Bergen at Enflago 30. He's our number one fan from Iowa. Brendan Haney. Ryan Schlong. Oh, Brendan Haney does our notes every week. Shout out to Brendan Haney. Uh, Ryan Schlong at Mark Order Pod. Asian Joe. Mike Peterson at LOL Mike Peterson. Lowe is back. David Henry Bauer III is here. Kevin Rogue is here. If you sat through the 40 minutes of commercials, then we don't need to plug his shit, but at Year of Pod at JJ Rogue means at T-O-T-S pod. And last, but certainly not least, he's on the Twitter machine at WMercier Jr. He was here last week. He asked a question just as long as a Kevin Rogue commercial. The one, the only, William Mercier Jr. <laughs>
4: Wait for it. it. This is gangbusters. (laughs) Lives are going to be in William Mercer's hand. You know what it means?
0: Kevin, I know what you mean. Yeah, all right. I'm out. (laughs) We got there. It took a minute, but we got there.
1: So I take it you heard my little interlude?
0: (laughs) I heard it. Your interlude? Yeah, man. Doug Raines, hello from Eastern Tennessee. Doug, how are you? What's up, Dougie boy? Old DR? You, are you familiar with Doug Raines? No. Me either. But he's shouting <laughs> us out, so props to him for tuning yeah. in. Am I leaving the, this thing guy up here, or what are we doing?
1: Let's see what happens. Is he still there?
0: Yeah, leave him. Yeah, leave it, leave it Man, open we'll
1: see
0: him what happens. Out. Yeah. yeah, I'm here. Oh, well, told you. All right. Huh. That's interesting. Should we give him a face? Do a face we have a face it? to give him? I'm sure there is one, right? I
1: don't know.
0: I can only edit his name and his mic settings.
1: Oh, oh, Bobby. I can't
6: give him a face. I'm sorry. Uh, somewhere in there, uh, double T. I thought. Did you say that one, Mister Birch, sent you the knobs hole?
0: Oh yeah, many years ago. We had Casey Catal and Brian. Uh, excuse me, and Brandon Kirk in studio. Okay.
6: Because, you know, on, you, sent, you sent that to me, and yes. I've sent it off since. So I well, I'm just let nope. him know. I, I thank Mr. Birch because that still lives on.
0: Well, he sent it to me many years ago, and then recently, the last person to send we, it to me. we, James, we, look, we like to thank
1: Fuck this. I'm disconnecting this. Fuck this shit. Fuck technology. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is wrong with this thing. It sounds like shit every week. I try to do something to fucking better the show, and it's fucking worse. <laughs> all right, nobody's yelling at you. Relax. No, guy. but I can tell by the look in your eye. You're like, Tony, god damn it. And I, I'm like, I know, you know. I get I didn't, it. I, I suck. Didn't, you,
0: whoa, didn't you didn't have to say anything. I anymore. didn't say it. I didn't even say it with my so eyes. Was, Kevin can't even see me, and he knows I didn't right. say it with
6: my eyes. No. No. I, I think that we all just appreciate effort, right, Matt? I think that's I'm not, man, I was going to yeah. say, the
0: last person that sent me the butthole picture was Conrad Thompson. Nice. Yeah.
1: I don't know. The, whatever. Let's <laughs> my life is spiraling into butt butthole.
0: Well, Tony, we're going to pull you out of that butthole right now as we're going to talk a little No Way Out 2005. This week's Wizards Rewind. Eight mm-hmm. years ago today, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at the Mellon Arena. Mellon? Hardly knew her. 9,500 people, yes, 9,500 people jam-packed to the rafters. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I picked this just because it fell on this particular day. It was on the list, and I said, I've never seen the show, and this might be uh, something we could all watch and laugh and, and have a good time with. And I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't think this was a terrible show. No,
1: I agree. Not, not, not nearly as bad as you would think it is, considering the lineup, but really entertaining stuff.
6: I thought it was it was a fun show. I thought the the quality of wrestling was, was pretty damn good. Uh, the diva stuff kind of threw me off, but uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of right with you. It was, it was an enjoyable watch,
0: Kevin.
4: <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I I've definitely seen this show before, and uh, I've. <laughs> I, and I definitely, uh, I definitely enjoyed watching it back again. Uh, of course, you know I love the, the WWE Cruiserweights, so obviously uh, seeing Paul London and Chavo and Shannon Moore and all those guys was, was really cool.
0: So we kick off the show uh, with a little enemy from Chris Jericho's band Fozzy.
6: <laughs> He's relocated
0: giving us the tour.
1: He's at Starbucks now.
0: I've never been it. <laughs> Only outside.
6: What the fuck is going on?
0: I feel like we're in like a Take On Me video. Kind of, a little
6: bit, yeah. Take on
0: me. Take on me. So, Chris Jericho's Enemy is the theme song. Our- I don't know what to do at this
4: point. I just leave
1: Uh. I'm leaving. No, I want him to stay. This is awesome.
2: (laughs) Elbow.
0: Is that an elbow? What is that? Don't it's his finger. (laughs) I mean, if you can participate in the conversation, stay. You don't have to be on video. Uh, If you don't feel comfortable not being on video, then I guess you can leave or you could just uh, hang out. Whatever you want to do, Kevin. So, Enemy was Chris the theme (laughs) song.
3: Hey, you guys still there?
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, I watch the show a lot. (laughs)
1: I'm not making fun of him. It's just the situation's hysterical. <laughs>
0: um, you guys know what the theme song to the show was? Yeah, it was uh, Enemy. By Fozzie. off Jones.
6: Of yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah, Fozzie's
1: great. You guys hear me?
0: Yep. The show was 18 years ago, right? <laughs> Yep, on this day, eighteen years ago. On this day, on oh, this day. <laughs> hey, I heard Fozzie do the theme song. Yep, uh, your your screen gimmick is weird. It looks like the Wednesday night Mark Order thing.
1: Yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> is. A show on Wednesday night. What are you, red?
0: This Wednesday night, hundredth episode of the Mark Order podcast.
3: Oh, fantastic! <laughs>
0: his mic is muted I, I just he muted his mic
1: that's uh, listen if he can come back in he can come back in it's absolutely
0: i'd love to have him come back in this is white right the oh five wwe is right in his wheelhouse
1: fuck yeah
4: uh, so Oof. we're hot off the royal Rumble. um i'm um- I'm still here, I just don't know if the internet connection is going to be good enough. That's all As I'm saying. I'm going to stick around, but I don't think me talking would benefit the show. <laughs> hey,
1: this show took place 18 years ago, right?
0: <laughs> yes, it did. Hey, is this the
1: show that Fozzie had the theme song to?
0: Yes, enemy from Sin and Bones was the theme song.
1: I remember that song. Yeah, it's a great song.
0: Do you remember who won the 2005 Royal Rumble? Judas. No, that's not.
1: Oh, oh yeah, Batista. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right,
0: thank you, Batista. Uh, fresh off of his Royal Rumble win, we're not sure where he's showing up. Is he going to show up on Raw or is he going to show up on SmackDown? Now you
1: see, I didn't, I didn't understand any of this shit, right? Because john cena was in an eliminator to fucking go after jbl so then why are we having this whole batista side story thing like what was the point of this
6: wasn't he because with him winning he was able to choose what champion he faced
1: yeah but then why did they have the whole like kurt angle john cena elimination uh tournament final to face jbl specifically was this? Was it always going to be an option that this was going to be a three way? Like, kind of makes sense.
6: Maybe I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't remember. I don't remember the entire storyline. I guess See from, that, from that.
1: Yeah, that's that's probably part of the problem. Is that like I don't remember it either. Right. That was the Royal Rumble where they both fell out at the same time and McMahon blew his quads out, right?
0: Yeah.
1: So there yeah. you go. I think what well, was
0: Triple H was the champ. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. So, I think the night, so, obviously, Batista wins the Rumble, so he gets to pick who he goes after first. And then Cena wins his match here, and we'll get into that. And then he gets, he's going to WrestleMania to wrestle for a championship. And I guess who he wrestles is dependent upon who Batista picks. And I believe, and I have to look, the next night is when Triple H gives him the thumbs down. And then that's when Batista makes up his mind that he's going to go after Trips. And then.
1: Oh, because Triple H was talking shit the whole time about Batista behind his back. Now I remember this. Yeah. yeah. He was talking shit. Like, besides, why wouldn't Batista go after JBL? He's never going to beat me anyway. And that's when Batista was like, you know what? And he signed against Triple H. That's what the story was. Good. That was good. That was good.
0: Well, so Batista's the champ. Or he's gonna he wins the Rumble. Or JBL's got his cabinet. They're feuding with the big show because of what happened at the Royal Rumble. Yep. John Cena was involved in that. So that's why Cena's in this this uh number one contenders tournament gimmick, right? So that's the opening thing. And they're gonna put him to Teddy Long says, Player, we're gonna put you in a Ba Ba steel cage. <laughs> To Keep everybody out. Keep the cabinet out. We don't need no Orlando Jones, Jordan, whatever the fuck <laughs> this mess is. Orlando Jones. Basham brothers. The, I don't want to sound insensitive to the burn victims out here in this world, but the Basham brothers look like a couple of burn victims. Oof.
1: They were talented, though. You got to give them some credit, man. They, they, those going, dudes were talented.
0: I'm just going. Tonight, I'm going on looks.
1: Oh. All right. Burn victims.
0: All right. There burn you victims. go. They kick off the show. Eddie Guerrero, Ray Mysterio, supposed to be Ray and RVD, but RVD's hurt. He's going to step in, and he's going to be the tag team partner, and they're going to challenge the Basham brothers who won't let it go, and they will constantly remind you that they are the tag team champions, and they are the – what are they? They're the – World – tag team? No, they were like the, the security blanket for JBL, but they had like oh, a
1: acronym his, for him. Oh, the, the Dio? The,
4: the Secretaries of Defense.
1: Oh, the SODs, yeah, the SODs.
0: Yeah, they kept pointing at their fucking belt buckles, and you thought they were pointing at their dick-dongs. Dick-dong. Dick-dongs. dong. Yes.
1: Yes. Dong. SODs. What a couple of SODs.
0: Uh, I thought this was a fantastic opening tag match. I like the story that they told with... Uh, Eddie wanting to cheat, Ray not letting him cheat, but then eventually he agrees to let Eddie cheat, and they end up with the Tag Team Championships.
1: Yeah, it was, it was a, that was a cool little twist there by Ray, by Ray realizing the shit they were in with the Basham's wanting to cheat. So he's like, fuck it. Good for the goose. Good for the gander. Good for us. Good for you. Yeah.
0: I would like to say I thought Michael Cole and Taz criminally underrated. They were so fucking good together. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even though Michael Cole called everything a DDT yeah <laughs> yeah the
6: with within this this match, the only thing that I didn't like was when he explained why Ray was okay with cheating, like I understand like they're painting the picture and they're they're giving you more insight, but some things are just so obvious and in front of your face. I feel like when they go ahead to take that extra step to explain it further. It kind of takes me it takes me out of it a little bit because like of course that's what he sees that's what he's doing so that was the only thing like I didn't care for uh, as far as this match goes was just that that ending commentary nugget.
0: Fair enough. I thought like yeah. I, I said I think I, I... Um,
4: I oh, think sorry. that Cole. Nah, no, it's fine. I, I think that Cole and uh, and Taz are actually. Amongst like the best commentary teams of all time, so I don't I don't think they're underrated. I just think they're they're super good, and they I think they do get the acknowledgement that they do deserve uh, right up there with like Jr. and uh, and Lawler, or, or even Shivani and Monsoon, or Bobby Heenan and Monsoon. So I, I agree with I agree that they were really good on this show, hundred percent.
0: Um, moving on for the tag match. I've never seen a Heidenreich match in my life before tonight. Now, I've, Kevin Rogue, I don't know if you're familiar. I know Tony and Kevin are. I was out at this point. I was not watching wrestling at all. Yeah,
6: so he told me that.
0: So I, so it's fun for me to go back and see this stuff. And obviously, I know, like, the Triple H and the Batista thing. Like, I know <laughs> some of that. But the less, like, dude, this guy looked... This guy, this Heidenreich character looked awesome, right? He's fucking 6'7". Fucking three hundred pounds. He's pretty, pretty cut, right? Yep. Why is he reading fucking goofy poetry? What is going on here?
6: I I never got that part to his, him or his character either because it seems like, it never seemed like they found the right groove for him. And then it seems like they just kept on going like further and further into like just a guy that's lost his mind, like all the way into the like the poetry and all that kind of stuff. I didn't care for it. Uh, it seemed like. You know maybe they're trying to go for a newer aged more psychotic psycho sit but i think they just that he went a little too mental
1: yeah he was going crazy yeah that was the thing and he's like i'm not crazy i'm not right. crazy right i miss i miss the heiden reich where he wanted to be everybody's friend where he's like everybody's my friend and he would come out to the ring doing this <laughs> shit and dancing. but yeah he, he was he was an impressive specimen and uh mr luther reigns was pretty impressive looking dude too
0: well, we'll get to the luther. That... We'll luther we'll get <laughs> luther in a little bit here buddy um why did he have this match because he's not crazy
6: I I, like, I have no idea what the setup was for this match.
0: I felt like there was no story to this and just Booker T showed. Maybe something happened on SmackDown. Something Could've happened been. on SmackDown. Yeah. Could have been. I don't know. This was so weird. <laughs> and it was so I don't know. Booker T just doesn't do it for me either. Like WWE Booker T doesn't work for me. And why? I don't know why I don't know why
6: yeah he's he's incredible
0: like he can't take away his talent. I loved him in w c w that singles run when he finally you know broke away from Harlem. he was awesome. The stuff of Benoit was great, him being the champ was awesome. I don't know I just wasn't maybe it was because with Charmel and he was King Booker or whatever. I don't know
3: yeah
6: King never really,
0: really did anything for me.
6: King Booker was, oh. was real rough, but I, I don't know I thought he was I thought he was good I didn't in the confines of like this event and this match. You could have you could have thrown this one right out the window. Like there was there was nothing there for me in the match, so.
0: Tony. Oh hell, King Booker. You
1: didn't like King Booker?
6: I didn't like King Booker. Not at all.
1: The only thing I didn't like about King Booker was when him and Charmel lost to the Boogeyman. <laughs> Coming to get you. Oh, yeah, so how forget, do I get I think- disqualified here for using a chair outside, right? And yep. then he tries to pin fucking Booker. This, this, was, this was some weird Kamala shit going on here, you
0: know? Oh, that's a good call. Like, didn't realize that the match was over, and are like, nah, man, you're done. Get out of here. Oh, and don't forget, before this match, we got the first of three installments <sighs> of the 2005 SmackDown Rookie Diva of the Year contest hosted by Tori Wilson and Dawn Marie.
1: Well, for a little while, Dawn Marie, anyway. Um, what a fucking shit. Dude, Joy Giovanni, Michelle McCool, and two other women I've never heard of. <laughs> never, ever,
0: ever heard of. Well, Raquel Lowen, I think they said she was a playgirl.
1: Ooh, really? really? Was it May Valentine? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's see. According to Raquel Lowen's Wikipedia, she was a model... From Canada, uh, she was in Muscle oh. and Fitness and post WWE. Fitting was these the nuts la- in her mouth. The lingerie <laughs> Football League. Ooh, oh, a veteran
1: of the LFL. And
0: nice. then Lauren Jones. She was an actress. She was on The Price Is Right. She was in The Expendables. And she wait, th- was
1: she a contestant or was she like one of the models? Like, was she She, was in the-, the
0: she was in the crowd. He's one of Barker's beauties.
1: Oh, nice. One of the ones he didn't molest.
6: Oh, allegedly. A one of Barker's bobbers?
0: Is that <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's, it's,
6: just,
1: it's the same sound that the fucking wheel makes when you spin it. <laughs>
0: And then there was Michelle McCool and her yuck face.
1: Yeah, I remember watching the prices right? (laughs) (laughs) If you're not watching the episode, you're missing out (laughs) on the gems. Go back and go go to YouTube, people. Seriously. If you're listening on the bus
0: and it's two days later, put on the YouTube. Uh Michelle McCool was there with her yuck face. And then there's Joy Giovanni, who was a dime piece. Yes. So this what was the is, first competition? Uh, uh, special talent.
4: No, oh, that was later that was on. the first one, yeah. First one, the first
1: one? The second one was the bikini, wasn't it? And then the, the next one was the talent? I forget how it goes. Oh, didn't the first oh, the- one,
0: didn't what's her nuts massage fucking Tori Wilson in the ring? Yes, and then they yeah. gave uh, they gave Rochelle the fucking
6: joke. He's like, "I'm talent. gonna
0: am t- gonna tell a
6: joke." Oh, there's Tony's talent. It's my talent. He's got to work on that. And she's like, "How do you make a Kleenex dance? Oh, you put a geez. boogie in it." And the the crowd fucking turned on her right there. They didn't give a flying fuck after that. It's like, what do you do? Like, how do you do that to her? But then let uh, you know all the the horn dogs and the in the place get all rowdy over a you know a massage tutorial. It's it was. They, they, they gave her no shot. They gave her no chance.
1: Do you do you feel weird? Feel weird now as like an older gentleman watching shit like this, uh, like yeah, in I the
0: pants? Like, I was like, I hope my mother-in-law doesn't walk into the living room. While I'm watching this.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I was like, I'm watching. I'm like, now what if my wife walks in? It's like I'm like, it's a wrestling show, whatever. But still, it's
6: like, what the fuck are you watching? You know, it's a, it's a t- talent uh, thing.
0: It's a, the rookie diva talent contest. It was awful.
6: It was bad. It was very bad.
0: Um, I don't think we need to break down the Diva contest. Joy Giovanni wins. Yeah. Oh,
1: and Michelle McCool body slams Dormarie.
0: Yeah, I hope that led to a feud.
1: <sighs> See, that And that was funny because if you pay attention to the crowd, the crowd there seemed to be really into Michelle McCool. Yeah. But then when they go to the results, it's like Joy Giovanni just blew everybody away. It's because she was showing butt crack. Yeah, a little bit. She was she was letting that shit come out a little bit there.
6: Don Marie throughout the, throughout all of it was was horrible. Don yeah, Marie was just
4: not. bad. Just yeah, bad. she sucks.
1: She's awful. Yeah, she uh, yeah, but bad. She stole Kamala's money too, didn't she? Did she? Wasn't wasn't she like part of Wrestlers Rescue and she was raising money for them and then there was a whole thing where they weren't giving anybody any money. Let's see. Yeah, Wrestlers Rescue wasn't it? And they were supposed to raise money for Kamala and, and a bunch of other wrestlers.
0: And then they took the
1: Ducats. That was what was alleged. And I think she was with Pat uh, Pat Kinney at the time, wasn't she? Diamond Diamond? Weren't they weren't they an item?
0: Yeah, but that was uh earlier, I guess. Maybe. She married know. Matthew D'Amata in two thousand and five.
1: What was D'Amata with him?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it
1: oh yeah she put out she put out a video oh my god i remember all this shit darmarie has issued a lengthy video statement discussing her recent dealings with amputee james kamala harris wow that's so weird saying kamala harris right and past (laughs) controversies involving her wrestlers rescue foundation Woo baby (laughs) she contributed three grand to dr. death steve williams's medical bills um, there was leftover money, but supposedly that money was used to create a scholarship in Dr. Death's name. Yes, I don't know. There was a whole bunch of shit that I remember going on with this. She aborted... The, there, there was apparently a campaign to get Jerry Lynn back surgery in 2010. <laughs> Did I miss something? No,
0: you're like, she aborted and then you stopped. And I was like,
1: <laughs> Well, enough about Dawn Marie. She was terrible here. Apparently, sure she lives in Raleigh, New
0: Jersey, according to her Wikipedia.
1: Ooh, I wonder if she lives off the parkway.
0: Uh, Isn't everything go. off the parkway in New Jersey? Have
1: practically. Or the Turnpike. Column A, column B. Uh,
0: we have the Cruiserweight Open for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. Funaki um, Wang is what? Aiko? Akio. There you go. Good Akio, league. yeah. They're... Paul London, Shannon Moore, Spike Dudley, and Chavo Guerrero. okay okay how
1: how was funaki the champion going into this how does he get the first straw how does he lose immediately and how does he call spike dudley his spot in the match like this whole fucking beginning like five ten minutes was work was garbage it really was and what was the point of having everybody else on the apron usually one of these shits doesn't the other guy just come down the aisle and jump in the ring
6: yep yeah i I had that same thought too i think they when he was doing his uh that indeed like that was that was over pretty big so i can understand him having a you know a a short run with the cruiserweight title but the setup of the the match having everybody on the outside completely kind of fucked with the flow of it as far as being able to watch it um it was it was an okay little match i have no recollection of akio whatsoever no idea so it was either a real real short run or just a very forgettable one
0: it looks like uh uh funaki beat spike dudley at armageddon at the end of 2004 to win the title yep spike dudley former champion yeah the boss he was the champion from july to december what does that beat, say about the ray mysterio jr for it fuck off Fuck off, no man. On a SmackDown in Cincinnati, Fuck off, no. Ohio. Fuck off, no.
1: Kevin, what do you think? <laughs> oh yeah, Spike Dudley, yeah, the boss.
0: You, uh, Kevin, do you remember Akio? Oh yeah, Akio. <laughs> yeah.
1: I Akio <Keogh> remember him.
3: <laughs> oh uh,
1: yeah. Oh, hey, what do you think <laughs> would have been world champion in 2006, right?
0: He was, uh, wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was put together, he was aligned with Ryan C- 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 coda
3: Oh, you ever have cicadas in your yard? <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. That are loud. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. <laughs>
0: They ended up being Tajiri's henchmen? Wait, Tajiri had henchmen? Yeah, it was this Ryan Sakoda dude. And uh, uh, Jimmy Wang Yang. Sakoda these nuts? <laughs> they were uh, yeah, Kai... kai yeah. kai <laughs> right? No, K-Y-O-D-A-I. Oh, Kai and Sky. No, Dick. kai Kaiodai Kaiodai. Oh. die! Dai. villainous tag team Kaiodai, the henchman of native Japanese wrestler Tajiri. I've no, I don't I have no recollection of this shit. Oh. All right, well, he was in the fucking match. Well, good for him. I thought Paul Paul London looked awesome in this. Yeah.
1: He was he was like channeling uh Kerry Von Eric and Bruiser Brody with all the fucking tassels and the stomping, don't you think? So what's we'll wrong with that? I don't know. And fucking Chava won anyway. Ooh, Chava. Yeah, Chava won.
0: Whatever. Nine dun, a little dun, under ten minutes.
1: Dun dun
0: dun oh. two championship matches in. It's like Sakota might be dead, he says. Oh let's look up Ryan Sakota and see if he's dead. In fairness, I wish I had a profile picture as fucking good looking as that. I oh, was going to say, it, it died like it in, uh, profile picture. He died in 2021. Oh. Oh, shit.
1: Way to bring the show
6: down. All right. Yeah, it's depressing.
1: Uh,
0: so after that so we have two championship matches, two title changes. Next up, Luther Reigns and The Undertaker. Out comes Luther Reigns with uh, what? Mark Jindrak?
6: Yes, Mark Jindrak.
0: Stun. And uh, before The Taker can even make his entrance, Jindrak's all fired up and he wants to fight and the referee throws him out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, cuz fuck Mark Jindrak.
0: Well, these hey. guys got involved in The Undertaker's match at Smackdown a couple days yeah. earlier and this is why we're here. Let me, let me ask you this. Doesn't, okay. this
1: doesn't this lead to Jindrak and Reigns um, I think it's somebody else wrestling the Undertaker in a two on one and then Nathan Jones comes out and helps him is that this coming Wrestlemania
0: was that Wrestlemania 2005 Wrestlemania right. 21 Undertaker wrestles Randy Orton
1: oh then I guess not that must have been a, another uh, Wrestlemania um, I know what you're talking about okay, But I, I thought maybe it was this one because it was Luther Reigns but I guess not
6: you think of when uh when it was showing uh
1: that was probably
6: yeah showing was it ended up being like albert maybe
1: yes yes it was showing albert against taker and nathan jones was supposed to be his partner and then he wasn't and then he helped him out anyway yeah
6: Yeah.
0: riveting
1: yep sakoda later
0: (laughs) that didn't so john john cena undertaker luther reigns dude what? It wasn't terrible, dude. It wasn't terrible. Luther Reigns is the drizzling shits.
1: Nah, I thought, he, I thought he looked okay in this
6: match. Whoa, 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 whoa! You you just shat on Mark Jindrak, who's who's a stud, Who? and that's nobody not you, double T, nobody
3: Diana, Son, you
6: fucking did. Nobody rewind the goddamn tape. You shat all over him. And now you're you're praising fucking Luther Reigns?
1: I wasn't praising him. Oh, I thought we were going to
6: get some. I thought, we, I thought we had a call in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can't do that shit,
0: brother. Uh, Go ahead with your your thought, Hansel Kevin. Yeah, come on, HK.
6: No, that's right. I, I, I don't understand. I don't say because Shindrak is is head and shoulders above Reigns. I don't. I don't think this was. I think this match was. Would have been a great like hour end of hour one on SmackDown match. This I don't think it was. Rough. I don't think it was a very good match at all. Hey. And I I don't, I don't think if it wasn't for the Undertaker, this would have been complete trash.
0: Oh, the Undertaker had to earn his fucking keep for the year in this match. Yep, carrying this hunk of shit. Mm-hmm. You guys are crazy. I'm not, dude. Did we what? Next Wizards Rewind. We're watching it together because I gotta see what you see. I gotta see what you see. This is bad. It's bad. (laughs) Undertaker wins. No surprise. He (sighs) does. The Undertaker didn't go to a medical facility. You know, they tried to play that up with his neck injury. Oh Jesus, Tony. there's no like he never like wait he like does it and then it's right back to the mic right to talk into, right, him. Right into his mouth yeah are we got a caller
2: oh
1: oh Luther Reigns garbage tony 100 <laughs> <100%. laughs>
0: percent
3: what are you smoking <laughs> sorry
0: no you're good um appreciate you chiming in um Next up, we have the tournament finals to determine the number one, <laughs> the number one contender to the WWE Championship at WrestleMania 21. There's an eight-man ah, tournament. See?
1: See? WWE Championship. Aha. Just... Uh, uh, Aha. Yeah,
6: I hear you. I hear you. See? Yeah.
0: I okay. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Aha. It was an eight-man tournament featuring Booker T, Eddie Guerrero, Orlando Jordan, John Cena, under Faker, Rene Dupree, Rey Mysterio, Kurt Angle. Luther Reigns and Mark Jindrak attacked the taker during the Rene Dupree match, so this was a double countout. Kurt Angle beat Rey Mysterio. He got a bye to the finals. John Cena went through Orlando Jordan. Booker T beat Eddie Guerrero. John Cena beat Booker T. Here we are. John Cena, U.S. champion, taking on Kurt Angle, Dude, Kurt Angle. I was not watching at this time, but even watching this 18 years later, dude, he is in- He is one intense motherfucker. He's a funny. Not he's a only
1: machine. that, but I think I think before we get to the match, though, the the real telling thing was earlier in the show when after Eddie and Ray won the tag belts, Eddie wanted one on one time with Cena, and he's like, you know. You know, you get in there, he's a machine, but he's still a man and he'll get frustrated. And when he gets frustrated, that's when you make your move. like this whole pep talk that they aired. And you're like, why is this airing? Because fucking Eddie Guerrero just put the stamp of approval on the next fucking big star, John Cena. That was fucking amazing. So going into this, you've got that story built in where now Cena got this pep talk. Hey, I know what the fuck I need to do to beat this guy. And it fucking plays the story perfectly, perfectly
6: absolutely and and angle angle at this time i think was he was so far just he seemed like he was he was so far ahead of everybody just with what he was doing uh in the ring, like he was so smooth, transitions spots I mean, you name it he was just he was absolutely a machine
0: yeah, and I think this is right this is the birth of the wrestling machine right
6: i yeah it doesn't come long after that.
0: Because I know this is so he he was the one in the triple threat match with the Big Show and JBL at the Royal Rumble, not John Cena. Yeah, to correct myself here. And then this is where the feud with HBK starts. Because I think even during this match, I think people were chanting for HBK at one point.
6: Yeah. I didn't pick up on that, but very well could have.
0: Uh, fantastic match! Great, you know they they gave the, the history. John Cena was, the, you know, he stepped up. His debut was against Kurt Angle a couple of years ago on SmackDown. He gave him a run for his money, he even got the stamp of approval from the Taker. Uh, John Cena ends up, ends up winning, and he is now the number one contender. Uh, I love this match. This was my favorite match of the night. What did you guys think?
6: I one hundred percent agree. I it was my it was my favorite match as well. It is it is awesome to see. John Cena, like pre complete explosion Super Cena, like in this time period, because I think that when he became Super Cena and the fans were kind of turning on him, I think it discredited some of what his actual and true abilities in the ring were, because he was very good too. And this match wasn't as good as Kurt Angle is and was, this wasn't all Kurt Angle you know what i mean carrying john cena by any stretch i think they did they did equal work in the match and it was it was phenomenal i'd seen mean, it cena was like i say i think once he hit that super Cena, and fans started to turn on him like people kind of forgot how good he was
1: you know great match for the night i will go against the grain though i really 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 love the opening tag match i thought that told a great story uh, you could tell that John Cena was a little green in this one But that tag match, man Everything just seemed like it was hitting on all cylinders The mm-hmm. fucking hot tag When it came, it fucking came, dude With the fucking cheating and Eddie and, and Ray having that moment Not that they, I'm taking anything away from this match Personal preference That no. tag title match But yes, this one definitely up there Definitely up there
0: So we are at
1: I'm sorry, are we boring you?
0: Yeah <laughs> Yeah, fuck it. Jumping rope in the attic all day. What do you? Th- oh, damn! Excuse me. That was a big yawn. Are oh. you
1: fucking hauling two thousand miles to Kansas City on the, <laughs> the fucking big rig. Be
0: oh, down. <laughs> Load it up, man. <laughs> fucking big outside, rig. Betty meets outside, you at the truck uh, stop. I was chopping some wood today.
1: Oh, fucking a. Yeah,
0: man. Got to got to start taking care of that wood pile out there. Got to.
1: <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs>
6: <laughs> wah, 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 wah. what the fuck you, did jackal show
0: up everybody loves a good jackal shout out oh yeah fuck yeah she loves the cock um <laughs> barbed wire steel cage match for the wwe championship jbl defending against the big show. He comes in in his limousine. It doesn't have the horns on it because the big show ripped them off. is Batista. involved Batista. in the story leading up to this where he saved the big show. Um, and we're going to put him in a barbed wire steel cage with the idea to keep the cabinet out. You can win by pinfall submission or climbing over the top rope or climbing over the cage uh, over the barbed wire, which played into the match. Uh, I like this because I thought it was, for what it was, it was a good match. Um, Of course, there's going to be shenanigans with the bolt cutters and such. I thought the finish was super creative. Yeah. Uh, Because I, again, not really up on this era. So when Big Show walks out and they just have the camera on him, I'm like, wait a minute. I thought it was Cena JBL at 21. And then the announcer, Mark Schimmel, announces JBL as the winner, and everyone's plays like, oh, my God, how did he get out? And then they show that he crawls out from under the ring. So I thought that was super creative. And I guess this is an era where they were just juice into juice. This is like every match is a John Moxley match.
1: No, I don't think so.
0: Uh, Who was juiced that. on the show? No, but I mean like your big championship matches –
1: well I mean it was a cage match and it made sense you know
6: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah I think
6: so Yeah Yeah I I think I think it was uh it was an entertaining match the the finish like you're 100% right it was a super creative way to go it was a little frustrating for me that they focused only on big show and then showed you on the replay how he got through the cage I thought they could have maybe done that camera work a little bit differently uh, but But here's
1: here's the funny thing though they're showing Big Show come out the cage, and he stops on, like, the second step, and he's like, and then, right. and then the bell rings, and he's not moving, and it's like, now you know something's up.
6: Right. You
1: know, he right. didn't realize it, but once you saw, once you heard the bell, saw that he wasn't on the floor yet, then you knew. It was like, oh, what the fuck happened?
6: Right. But don't, in, like, in the confines of the match, and this, I might be getting a little too particular about rules, don't they say, through the door, over the top submission or pinfall. Oh, so he, he
1: cage, right? I'm did just they, saying did,
6: what they did, said was you have to go climb did over they the top. Specify, or,
1: though? I'd have to
6: go back and watch. I could have swore. They did I feel like they did. Like, yeah. So like that part of it was the part that like, and I'll get, I get kind of hung up on rules. So that part of it was the, the part that kind of bothered me, but overall super creative, fun, fun watch. I do like that. They, you know, they came down and they slid the bolt cutters in, uh, when JBL dropped the bull cutters, his reaction was fucking priceless. Uh, I forget how entertaining he was. like he it was almost like he got worse in the ring as time went on, but he got so much better character wise. So yeah. if you can focus on like how character driven he becomes and how entertaining he becomes, you almost forget how much like his in-ring work kind of started going downhill. So uh, it was good. It was a fun watch.
1: It was JBL as world champion, as WWE champion. That's one of my guilty pleasures at that time. I really enjoyed the shit out of JBL. I really did. Um, Yeah, but definitely. I mean, I I think the story was like he was he was like almost like done like he was going to retire. And then they talked him into sticking around. And that's how the whole run came into play and everything. And, you know, he was in there with some he was in there with some big names. Like the whole start of his run was Eddie Guerrero. You know, that fucking match was brutal as shit, mm-hmm. you know, but that, that played up to what JBL was. It also didn't hurt that fucking, you know, Eddie tapped the fucking artery and was bleeding like a 1.5 Muda. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that helps. You all right, dude? Yeah. Why?
6: He's I'm getting
0: emotional. I know. Yeah, he looked a little sad. No, I'm not sad. I'm good.
6: Did, did Triple H and William Regal text you by chance.
0: Oh, they did. They said they oh, love the nice. show. I oh, love good. the show. It's a lot. Good work. I think I have, I'm either I <laughs> have allergies or I'm dying. Uh, column of the A, column B. Yeah, oh. one of the two. So overall, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the show a lot more than I thought I would.
1: Yeah, give this a solid B. I think so. Maybe a B B+, because there were two excellent matches on this thing. Well, Yeah, and really then good.
0: Oh, didn't, yeah. I'm sorry. I jumped ahead the end, so JBL escapes the cage. Right, Batista runs out, chases him out to the cabinet, and then Batista esca- uh, JBL escapes, and who stops him? Super Cena, and he throws him through the tables, and then Batista standing on there, he's saying, "I want you, motherfucker? And John Cena's like, uh-uh, I'm getting this bitches. <laughs> and that's how the show goes off the air. But you don't know who's getting the title shot at Mania.
6: Did you find it peculiar at all that throughout the entire show, we were waiting for Batista to show up, and then he showed up in full wrestling gear?
0: I made a joke about that. Yeah, when he came running out in full gear. Right.
6: Yeah, we didn't even know he was in the building, and all of a sudden, not only is he in the building, but he's he's geared up and ready to wrestle.
0: That's what they always tell you: bring your gear. Bring your gear. Yeah. I mean, good point. Good point. Fun show. I agree. A lot of fun. I would recommend it. I'd give it a solid B as well, Tony.
1: Cha ching HK. Yeah.
0: yeah,
6: I think that uh, I think B is a fair grade. I, I, I will fall in line with, with uh with both of you. I think be is be as fun. And the other thing is it was an easy watch as well. And you don't like you don't always get that from this from this era, but it was it was a like sit back, have it on, relax, and just be be entertained. So it was it was an easy watch
0: and it was fun. So if you have a chance, go check it out it's on the WWE Network.
1: Yeah, it's I, like I was... fucking season seventy five, fucking oh, episode forty two
0: wb network it's the fucking worst
1: yep fuck them
0: as we we pull the train into the station there's two more things i want to talk about unfortunately we lost two people this week that have tied into the wrestling community one is jerry jarrett Uh like and
1: i get jerry jarrett has become like a punchline to like uh to bruce pritchard and like the whole chicken salad thing and whatnot but when it came to wrestling, there's probably there probably hasn't been a promoter as prolific and has and has trained and as educated as Jerry Jarrett was. And from from what I hear, even listening like, you know, you listen to Jim Cornette, you listen to Bruce Pritchard, but even Cornette talking this week like Jerry Jarrett was tapped to take over the company at least from at least the book if McMahon was going to wind up in prison on the steroid trial. He said that's a fact, no matter what you heard from anybody else, no matter what Bruce Pritchard says. So for Vince McMahon, a guy with, the, like, the Million Dollar Company, the guy that was worldwide, tapping Jerry Jarrett, you know the guy's got pedigree. And I think they even traced it back, like, Jerry Jarrett was learning promoting from people who learned how to promote going back to, like, the 1900s. Like, that's, like, early 1900s, like, 190s and 19-teens, like... That's how far back his pedigree goes in booking the wrestling business. He was booking shows when he was like in his early 20s, and people had no idea. But he was tapped to start booking all these other territories as they fell under Memphis, and then eventually it all became his.
0: Yeah, he was really innovative with the skits and the interviews versus uh, doing taking that one-hour TV time. And having it full of wrestling matches the, the skits and the interviews really sold the, the circuit for them and it was super it's part of what made memphis successful at the time yeah so unfortunately we lost jerry Jarrett at 80 years old this week um we also lost uh richard belzer detective ah. military, law and order yeah. svu obviously if you're Familiar with Richard Belzer. A lot of people know him as Detective Munch from Law & Order SVU. But uh, there was a time when he was doing like a late night talk show. And uh, they were promoting what? WrestleMania?
1: It was the original WrestleMania. It was like literally like days before or a week before (laughs) WrestleMania. He had Hulk Hogan and Mr. T on. Just I mean, Hogan and T were making the rounds. They hosted SNL that week. You know, they were doing interviews all over the city. So... Yeah, Richard. But what was it? Top? It was Top Something. I forget what the hell the name of his talk show was. And uh, if you go back and watch the video, you'll understand, like, Richard Belzer was a dick. He really was. <laughs> Did he deserve what happened to him? If you don't know, he was insistent that somebody put him in a wrestling hold, so the Hulkster brother put him in a front face lock and uh, lights out Belzer. And when Hogan let go of the hold, Belzer just fall, fell to the floor like a sack of wet clothes and split his head open and he had some scrub. I don't even know who the guy was finished the show because they had to take him to the hospital. He took like nine or 10 stitches.
6: He asked for it. Holy he literally man. asked for it.
1: Yep. Sued one, a uh, some sort of settlement, um, wound up opening a ranch somewhere in Europe and he named it Shay Hogan, which is a fucking dick move. And on top of that, his case Wound up setting precedent in New York because he owed his lawyers a third of the settlement on a contingency basis, and he was trying to talk himself out of it going, oh, I was under duress. I didn't know what I was signing this and that. And the court said, no, this was the deal you made. You signed a contingency, so you got to cough up the money to your attorneys. This is what pays them. So good on you, Bells. You fucking split your head open. You stole some money from the Hulkster and World Wrestling Federation. And you had to pay your attorneys, you fucking cheapskate. Rest in peace, Richard Belzer.
0: Fuck (laughs) him. And then we're going to add it on a a positive note here, guys. Fuck yes. A friend of the show, MLW wrestler Richard Holiday, completed his chemotherapy (laughs) treatments. uh, And he got to ring the bell. It was on his social media Friday. So, uh, you know. Let's uh, let's keep we our prayers prayers with Richard. He's he's not entirely out of the woods yet, but things are looking up. So,
1: good man, good. He's a good dude.
0: Great news! Great Fantastic
1: news. news for him. Oh shit! Oh, boy. Uh, come on! Here
0: it uh, comes. Uh, you oh. are so good looking. Oh man, what a sneezer! Gross! What a sneezer! Oh, I think I got another one. Oh boy. Oh, oh, uh-oh. <gasps> <gasps> ah, ah. Oh. oh you are so son good. Son of a b- bitch. A son of a bitch. Well, this has been a blast. Um <sighs> oh, oh. Whoa
3: whoa whoa whoa.
0: One thing. Here. One thing.
6: There is no way we can move and close this show out. With reminding everybody that on this day, on this day, you know what happened on this day, Tony. I'm looking, I'm looking at you here for this one. On this day, 1978. Do you know what happened?
1: February 20th, 1978 was no. It couldn't have been that. Is this wrestling related?
6: This is wrestling related, and it's huge. It's one of my favorites.
1: February 20th, 1978. Ah, uh, is this WWF?
6: It is. Well, WWWF. Yes.
1: This is. This is. Oh, this is Superstar Billy Graham losing the championship to Minnesota's own
6: Bobby Backlund. <laughs> I knew I was going to get 1978 started his 2135 day reign on this day in 1978 a real man a, who a real champion uncle Bobby B baby <laughs> Woo what you a- gotta, We got to we got to watch no. 205 we should have watched Backlund Graham
1: Oh dude, we got to start watching some 70s wrestling for these rewinds We've What are here. you
0: fucking on drugs
1: no, I follow Bob Backlund. I stay away from the marijuana. Oh, how was
0: the match? Good. It was a fucking 40-minute bear hug. Oh, a 40-minute the bear
1: hug and a fucking headlock. Da, da, da. I'm sorry. It's not fucking Moxley cutting himself open 20 seconds into the match, Why hitting himself with a time. chair on the outside. <laughs> slicey, have slicey, I, slicey. Have yeah. I ever, hey, camera number
0: two, focus in. Moxley's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you know I don't know I don't know why you're so miserable, Tony. <laughs> you know, I try and watch the show. I come down to the Whole Foods to get some- tri- hey,
4: oh, I'll never say
1: anything
3: bad about a e
0: w love that show uh, it's my favorite promotion. I watch it all the time. just can't remember what happened., oh, oh the best, super fun. <laughs> There's oh. a sale on on organic avocados. Is there, is there to
1: I got the 7:30 spot Thursday at Starbucks in West Orange.
0: That's right next to a Whole Foods. Win double win for me.
1: Oh, and there's a Trader Joe's down the street. Oh,
0: you like Trader Joe's?
1: Who me? No, I hate Trader Joe's. He
6: did. He, he did look like somebody that would readily be able to sell you some hemp rope.
3: Wait, wait. Oh,
1: <laughs> go sit on your bidet you fucking truck driving tropper.
0: it's not even here to defend him so I feel bad
1: <laughs> go have sex with your
3: sister you
0: <laughs> no, we yo he knows we love him come on now 15th wall here <laughs> he was hot at me man oh he was a little bit oh no come on bro
1: oh All right, can we fucking can we play the fart music, please? Yeah, play the fart music, man.
0: This has been a lot of fun. Episode 625 in the book. Next week, another show with no guests. We're going uh, doing a what if. We're going 1990. What if Bret Hart? leaves the WWF and signs with WCW. Um, oh, look at that. So if you want to tune in next week, that's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of fantasy booking, a lot of what if, a lot of Tony uh, playing with his hits. Plus, we'll be covering all the news and happenings in the week that was professional uh, wrestling. Um, so yeah, check it out. At Wizards Podcast is the Twitter handle. Follow us. Uh, remember, rate, review, subscribe. We're going to be podcasts. Uh, check out Handsome Kevin at Year of Pod. Uh, Diana's son uh, His father has a great flower shop in a nurse, so check that out Writing Flowers by Chuck If he needs some flowers And uh, Kevin will be In the
3: car box area Doing uh Fucking The animals comedy I don't fucking <laughs> <animals> know <laughs> I think I gotta
0: shit And I think I gotta make dinner So I'm like, torn right now Eat on the toilet, bro. No, I can't make dinner on the toilet, dude.
1: Sure you can. How does that even work? Get a hot plate and put it on your little stool.
6: A, a, bun, a little bunsen burner.
1: Bunsen burner. No, get a fucking hot plate,
6: bro.
0: Microwave
1: Fuck yeah, now you're talking.
0: What do you want me to fucking kill myself for a microwave by the bath? Well,
1: after you have dinner, oh. jump in the tub.
0: Yeah. Bring your toaster. <laughs> thank you guys for listening tuning in come back next week we're gonna have a lot of fun uh, doing this podcast thing and uh, we'll see you soon we'll see you know. soon I don't fucking know hey you know your commercial thing doesn't fit the screen Tony yeah I know you know how hard it is trying to figure out how to big to fucking make
1: that I really thought I had to figure it out I guess I don't
0: now, see all this extra up top no
1: yeah, I know but if you like if, if everybody away. stopped your Cams, you maybe go away. go away. You go away. I huh? don't
0: no, What do you think? Stop. Everyone stop for cams. Let's see.
1: All right, stop your cams. Hey, now put. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, Jesus. come on. Right. HK, there now. Put the thing on. Oh, he
0: took himself out.
1: why did he do that?
0: I don't see, know. It works. works. That's better. Hey, there you go.
1: Oh, shit. I think I removed Matt, dude. There go.
3: <laughs> hey, what's going I really on? really enjoyed the show tonight, oh, guys. I was having a good time.
1: Oh, the show was fantastic. Yeah,
6: yeah. we had a great show. I like when, when Bert from South Carolina tuned in.
1: Oh, fucking South Carolina. Oh, oh yeah.
3: Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> good night, Diana.
1: Oh, got to good- say